for showing up and uh yeah especially i know it's a sunday so i really appreciate you all being here um and uh, thank you again for the patience with the technical difficulty um we are unfortunately not very uh tech literate surprisingly um but i think we are uh we are we're in a good groove now so maybe let's give another minute or two for people to join and then we can kick things off as a heads up, this is Vishal from the Stride account, and then we also have Aiden on his account. Hey, Vishal. Um, and hey, so, sorry guys about the space link. Um, we had a technical error. We're trying to start our spaces from our laptop, and uh, I think it was uh, harder than we thought. We need Summer and John around. They're both very good at starting and organizing the spaces, and they play nice music at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's honestly really embarrassing. I feel like we, uh, despite knowing how to code, and I think being like technically pretty competent, we're really bad at like using uh, technology. Like Discord, oh my gosh, I'm so awful at using Discord. And every week I get humbled uh, while Summer and Moons teach me about how Discord goes. Uh, so we, we are a, a long way to go. Um, and you think we should get started? Or give another couple minutes? Fun. Um, I think we can probably kick things off. It's about yeah eight twelve at this point, and I think some people will probably join late, but we can always give context for the space and get them in the conversation once they join. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Give it another thirty seconds, and let's kick things off. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, let's kick it off, and then. Uh, for anyone who joins late, this will also be recorded, so everyone is yeah you know, can definitely um, uh, can, can definitely take you know, listen to the recap and then um, always ask questions after too. Maybe just before we start, uh, I want to give some context for both what we're doing now and then also what uh, we're hoping to do uh, going forward. So we're doing you know the first page. So first off, really thank you to everyone for all the really amazing feedback with on Twitter and then also on the forum. We saw a lot of really high quality uh, posts from a lot of people. Um, and so really helpful and also helps us frame things. Um, I, you know, we spend all of our time thinking about uh, Stride and Adam and Cosmos, um, but we're definitely, you know, sometimes we have our own biases and we're in our little bubble. So it's really helpful to see feedback from both communities and especially the Stride community too. It's really, uh, um, really helpful for us. So thanks, thanks everyone. Um, and then the, uh, just to frame this initially, so we're going to do space today as like, we spent the last maybe five, six days mainly listening and getting people's feedbacks. Um, see what where people's concerns were, what their questions were. Obviously, it's a really big, uh, big proposal, and so you give us uh, quite a lot to think about. Um, now we want to do a bit more of one, telling you a bit more about our thought process, how we're viewing this, um, what this might look like for the future of the cosmos, um, and you know, kind of answer any questions, try to start uh, iterating on potential idea. Uh, but this is by no means the only space. So we'll be doing a bunch more of these over the next week for sure, and then um, if there's still a lot of ambiguity over the next week as well. 
we'll also be working on um, some um, more detailed blog posts that kind of go through our thinking, uh, go through some like of the various pros and cons, um, and allow people to start iterating on those. Um, so, you know, we really appreciate all the really high quality feedback, and this is just the start of kind of discussion. But from this point on, I think we're going to want to be engaging kind of daily and being able to go back and forth to people. So this discussion today, we'll be having a fire stride chat and stride discord, I believe, either tomorrow or Tuesday, and then we'll be scheduling more spaces for the week. Um, so by no means, you know, if, uh, if you feel like there's uh, still more to discuss after today, um, that's good. And we'll be having a lot of time this whole week and, and even the weeks after to discuss. Um, yeah, so maybe with that, that let's, um, you know, I'd like to take just a few minutes to kind of help frame um, what we are thinking of discussion and the, the context around it. And then Aiden will kind of maybe jump into um, answer some questions that we've seen people have on the forum. Um, and then we'd love to kind of bring people up to the stage to either express their questions, doubts, concerns, um, uh, you know, anything, anything on their mind. Um, so, yeah, maybe with that in uh, that context, let's get into it. So the uh, uh, maybe the, the very initial framing. Um, so we really do appreciate everyone's kind of th thoughts. Um, I, I want to reiterate that our idea here with this proposal was that it would be uh, a starting point for people to discuss what they think the future of the Cosmos Hub and the future of Stride could be, and see if this would be an exciting direction for people. Um, what we uh, the feedback we got previously from a lot of the discussions, like Adam Tuo, for example, was that a lot of these discussions happen behind closed doors. They don't really take community sentiment into account, and uh, you know it's not really reflective of what the community wants. And our thinking here was we want to kind of flip that and from the ground uh, ground floor get community feedback and have that help shape and guide the discussion. Um, and we might, we, it's possible we could have signaled this a little better. So totally on us if so. That was kind of our thinking is we want this to be much more community driven, really get feedback from people and see if this is exciting and how this might get structured. Um, and maybe a good example is we talked to a few people who, um, uh, were, were initially excited, but I'm happy we got, uh, more feedback from the community kind of initially so we can help, help shape this discussion. Um, Okay, that being said, the, the way I think of a proposal like this um, is there are kind of two levels to it in my mind. So the first level is like uh, conceptual and strategic. Is this a good idea for the hub and stride? So independent of implementation details, if you could kind of snap your fingers and think about this in the best, uh, you know, in whatever your ideal implementation is, does this kind of make sense as a future direction for the Cosmos hub and for stride? And the second level uh, that I think the discussion should happen on is um, what are the implementation details? So how exactly would this work under the hood? What, what would happen uh, to the team's tokens? How would the team be um, kind of incentivized to keep working you know, in the long run, next five, 10 years? Um, how would how this affect stride token holders? Would uh, the situation look like for them? And so there's a lot of those specifics. Not at all implying we don't want to talk about those. We definitely should. But I think it might be helpful to start the discussion um, at the kind of high level conceptual, uh, how, how would this affect the hub? And so maybe breaking it down a little bit, not, not kind of insinuating one way or the other, but uh, kind of giving you our own personal thoughts and uh, to the stage love what everyone else thinks. Um, so we have spent a lot of time uh, over the last six months thinking about the future of DeFi in the space. Um, it's very natural. Stride is really exposed to DeFi activity in the cosmos. So there's more DeFi, a lot of it probably um, happens upon SD tokens. Um, and SD Atom. And we also thought a lot about how can we um, kind of increase demand for Atom outside the Cosmos or even within the Cosmos as collateral. So things like you know, how can we uh, see if people have demand to collateralize CDP-backed stablecoins with Atom. They can uh, collateralize lending markets against Atom. Um, 
you know, if, if they can use SC Adam on like Dexes, like Uniswap outside the space. And this has been honestly like, I'd say over half of our time has really been spent thinking about, about uh, how can we increase both demand for DeFi uh, and Cosmos, but also demand for Adam. And in that discussion, uh, or on, on those thoughts, we've thought a lot as well around how can, um, what what the future of Adam might be. Like, how can it help different, differentiate itself uh, from all these amazing tokens that exist today? Um, and how, how that kind of capitalize this community? Um, the, the way we were initially thinking about it is Adam has two, I think, or the three really great uh, three great things going for it. So the first is it's uh, kind of the initial bootstrapper of the Cosmos SDK, which I genuinely believe is the best way to build a blockchain. It has so many advantages and gives people so much flexibility. Um, a really good example of this is DYDX. You know, the, the stuff they're building is truly incredible and is only possible in the Cosmos SDK. Um, the second really great thing that Adam has built, I think, is the uh, is IBC as a way to bridge between different chains. Um, truly the world's... Uh, best way to kind of talk, have two blockchains talk to each other. And the third thing I think Adam has done a really good job of is building a really great community um, and a really amazing governance process. I think it really can't be understated. Um, Adam has one of the most decentralized and vibrant communities in all of crypto and one of the few decentralized tokens that has uh, thriving governance. You know, you think of Bitcoin and Ethereum is highly decentralized, but neither has very functioning governance. And I think Adam really kind of paves the way of being unique there. Um, given these three kind of really key value adds and cause uh, Adam has now. We've been thinking a lot about how Adam might help uh, capture value on this going forward and how Adam might uh, might kind of remain the centerpiece of Cosmos. And the initial kind of vision that we were having that we'd, we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on and um, kind of get discussion on this is that Adam can become sort of a, uh, a, a governance token that also owns its own DeFi primitives. And this, I think, is pretty unique and interesting and really differentiates Adam from a lot of the other tokens in existence. So we've seen a lot of discussion on Ethereum, for example, now on if the protocol should internalize LSTs um, or uh, other primitives. I think Adam has a pretty unique opportunity right now to help make the uh, the kind of premier UX in all of Cosmos. Uh, as a really simple example of this, if you all have seen uh, Sonny's talk from Cosmos, he talks a lot about how... Uh, um, kind of account abstraction can really happen in Cosmos in a way that is pretty challenging elsewhere. And a really simple example of this is passkeys. You can have really uh, sophisticated auth right now in Cosmos and have a way to mirror the kind of centralized like Coinbase Binance UX uh, in a highly decentralized manner on Cosmos. And building on top of this, we were imagining one potential future for Adam would be that internalizes different DeFi primitives and builds a really world-class UX and the world-class application framework that everyone else can uh, can use and engage with in a way like, you know, engage with Binance or Coinbase, but it's actually decentralized in the back end. And the hub can help kind of uh, gain value from every chain that builds on top of IBC and the Cosmos SDK because uh, the primitives that they're using are owned by the Cosmos hub. So th this is one potential future that we're seeing for the Cosmos hub. By no means is the only future. This kind of helped guide our discussion around what we thought uh, could ultimately benefit Adam the most. Um, there are, of course, other ways that Adam could uh, benefit. We'd love to hear discussion around that. But I, I just want to put this out as a guiding, uh, maybe a guiding question around um, what, what really is the future of the Cosmos Hub? And if it's not internalizing different DeFi primitives, which is super reasonable, um, what are there other kind of alternatives that, that you all think could happen to Adam going forward? Um, do we think it's going to remain kind of similar to how it is now? Do we think it's going to have a different direction it's going to go towards? Is I, the ICS narrative going to get bigger? We're going to see lots of new ICS chains. Just kind of what, what's the what's the future vision uh, for Adam? So with that really high level framing, 
Um, want to um, give a few, few quick like notes before we jump into it, and, and we'll also kind of take it take it from here too. Uh, but to be really explicit, uh, nothing will move forward without the community being really excited, both the Stride community and the Atom community. Um, I've seen a few kind of questions about the Sunline. I just want to make it really clear. The Stride Labs team is not kind of insinuating this has to be the path forward or that if this path isn't chosen, that uh, we'll be demotivated or anything bad would happen. We really just want to start the conversation around what the future of Adam can be and give uh, what we think is a really compelling vision for the future of the whole cosmos. Um, but again, if, if both the Stride and Cosmos are not excited about this, we absolutely will move forward. Uh, the Stride Labs team doesn't even vote their own tokens, so we're not even trying to influence the Stride side of the vote. You know, we really do want to be impartial, and we really do believe uh, in the beauty of decentralized governance, and we would never try to kind of bypass that. Just want to make that really clear from the get-go. This is only uh, going to happen if it's uh, there's a lot of excitement from the community. Um, and then one more maybe really quick note on that. Uh, as a result, this obviously, uh, the Stride Labs team wouldn't check out this would happen in any sort of way that we proceed with this would absolutely happen in such a way where um, the all the Stride contributors are really incentivized to work on Atom for the long haul, uh, you know, for, for many, many years and uh, most likely even longer than they uh, currently are investing on Stride. Um, okay, so th that all that framing, um, I hope we can have a really great conversation today about the future of Atom and the future of Stride and what the causes might look like going forward. Um, and I'll, I'll give it up to Aiden to give maybe a, a, a little bit more context from the stride side, answer some more um, kind of questions that people have been having, um, and then we can open it up to questions from the from the audience. Cool. Um, yeah, thanks for that intro, Michelle. That was a good overview, I think, of um, sort of the framing of the high level prop, uh, which I think I think is pretty useful. Um, to your point on like this uh, framework for thinking about the idea. I kind of like that that framing where on the one hand you have like the high level concept, um, which at this point is it's a pretty early stage idea. Um, not something that would happen, you know, like super quickly. There's lots of details to figure out. Um, but there is like the high level concept of you know two blockchains um sort of merging, which I think has never happened before. And that's really interesting to think about. And then the second piece of this is, you know, if this happened, what would the implementation details look like? And I think a lot of the discussion on the forum was around the second, sort of like, what would the, what would the implementation of this look like? Um, so we, we definitely want to talk about that. And I hope if... Uh, so recently, I think about um, yesterday afternoon, we kind of tried to clear up um, maybe some common concerns and questions about the implementation details. Not that we have it figured out or that we have a concrete plan or anything like that. Um, but there is sort of a bit of low-hanging fruit that we hoped we could address and um, maybe refocus some of the discussion on the overall concept. Um, I think both both the concept and the implementation details are really important to think about. Uh, and I think the discussion was like maybe 95 five implementation details to concept and uh, hopefully we can shift it shift it a little bit back over to the uh, the high level concept. Um, I would echo everything Michelle said. You know, we're not trying to like push this through. We're just kind of floating the idea. Um, and if the reason it seems like uh, sort of not fully um, fleshed out, uh, well, that's because it isn't. It's, uh, it's, a, it's sort of like a hatchling, you know, and it might grow into this like big, powerful eagle, um, or it, it might not. Um, but we just wanted to share the idea with you as, as soon as 
really as soon, almost as soon as we heard about it ourselves. Um, we just wanted to try this very open, transparent process. Um, and I, I know there are pros and cons to that. Like it, I think for some people it was a bit jarring and um, maybe that, uh, um, yeah, but on the whole, we, we definitely want to um, engage with everyone very directly. Um, so maybe addressing some of the questions uh, that that's sort of like around, uh, I guess that addresses the first question, which is what's the cartel up to this time? Hopefully nothing <laughs> like, um, yeah, there's, I think at this point, you know, we, uh, you know, everything that we know. So um, we have some thoughts and excited to, to discuss them. Um, the second common question we saw was what even is the idea? Uh, the, the basic idea is all stride is converted to Atom and anyone who previously held stride would hold Atom. Um, stride would become, uh, we're calling it a satellite chain, but name isn't super important. Um, the stride team would keep working on stride and hundred percent of strides revenue would go to the hub. Um, again, not saying this is like something that we're planning on doing just this, this is just the, the very high level concept. Um, another common question we saw was what would happen to stride? If a merge happens, so the Stride brand, Discord, Firestride chats, hopefully community, and definitely the core contributors would all remain. Um, I think Stride would genuinely be the most decentralized liquid staking protocol in all of crypto, um, because Atom is more decentralized than the LDO token, which is probably currently the most decentralized um, liquid staking protocol in all of crypto. Um, so for Stride, there's this value proposition that it can leverage the hub's decentralized governance. I think this is one of uh, one of the biggest value propositions of the hub today is that it truly has a decentralized on-chain governance system. And hopefully protocols like DYDX, Celestia, etc. would be um, even more comfortable with Stride controlling you know, large, uh, a large percentage of, of stake. Um, I think... This is sort of, we're trying to sort of think ahead. Uh, I don't know if many of you are caught up on the Ethereum side, but there have been a lot of discussions recently about um, Lido controlling now something like 33% of ETH and the LDO token potentially being at odds with ETH holders and like all of the weird implications that come from that. Um, so they're doing, uh, they have like their own solution where they have this like, dual house governance system and SE ETH holders can veto proposals. Uh, it's a little bit, uh, I, I think that has pros and cons, but uh, that's that's sort of where we're where this is coming from. If you think, um, you know, a little bit ahead in liquid staking, it's it's uh, decentralized governance. I think is a real value proposition. Um, another common question we saw was: Is this exit liquidity? Uh, <laughs> definitely not. So if this happened, uh, and this is where the details become really important. Um, there would be lots of uh, uh, there would be structured vesting with KPIs for the core team. So the team would only get paid if they continued shipping aggressively, um, and the vest would likely be longer than the team's current vest. Um, so that's sort of how we're thinking about it. Um, VCs would definitely have to have vesting as well, and um, given all of that, the hub would be buying a dedicated team. Um, so that's uh, that's how we've been thinking about that one. Uh, another common question we saw was whether there would be a big mint of Atom. A little bit unclear. I think it depends on Atom tokenomics. Um, but based on the stride market cap, and my guess is the deal, uh, if it happened, would have to happen 
at a premium. Uh, there'd have to be some sig- single digit percentage of atom supply, either minted or streamed through inflation or something like that. Um, I saw some comments about how this was uh, one of the biggest points of contention in Atom 2.0. I think it was a point of contention, but I'm not sure it was the biggest. I think other reasons that Atom 2.0 uh, failed were the broad scope and complexity, as well as um, the fact that the minted tokens were like going to this thing that was sort of ill-defined. So I think it's a little bit different, but it is it is potentially a, a point of uh, contention. So it's it's a good thing to flag. Uh, another question we've seen is: Would the entire stride supply be converted? Um, if it happened, probably not, because much of the stride supply is currently unallocated or allocated to incentives. Um, and speaking of incentives, what would happen to those going forward? Well, stride has been scaling back incentives for a long time. So with Adam taking care of some incentives, could be used for SCTA, SCDYDX, SCSA, etc. You know, new new protocol growth. Um, but I don't think the entire incentive budget would be needed. Um, although maybe it would be. So it's another interesting sort of implementation detail question. Um, another common question we've seen is what would happen to stride rewards? Would they go to the Cosmos hub? Um, so there's a couple different ways that this could work. The rewards could either be streamed to Adam stakers or to the community pool. Um, they might be good for different reasons, but um, yeah, it's another implementation detail, and yeah, there's different ways that that it could be structured. The final two questions. Uh, so the first is: Would Stride still support other chains like Osmosis, DYDX, and Celestia? Uh, definitely would. I think this is a really this is a really interesting sort of conceptual point that I'd love to kind of get into on this space. On the one hand, uh, and, and it sort of gets back to what we think potentially the core value proposition of this proposal could be for Stride. So on the one hand, you might argue, um, well, the Cosmos Hub is actually not credibly neutral, and these other chains like Celestia, DYDX, etc., would feel less comfortable having a liquid staking provider that's owned entirely by the Cosmos Hub running their stake. Um, especially given you know Cosmos Hub's um, uh, historically sort of controversial governance. On the other hand, I think uh, you know, we're, we're literally seeing this play out with Lido in real time. Protocols care a lot about the decentralization and neutrality of the governance token of liquid staking protocols. And say what you will about Atom, but it is. Genuinely, I think one of the most decentralized protocols in all of crypto, and it definitely has the most decentralized governance. You know, Bitcoin, Ethereum—they don't have on-chain governance. Atom does, um, and it's the oldest token, and probably the most decentralized in in all of Cosmos. Um, so, for a, a liquid staking provider to be governed by such a decentralized token, um, I think there is a, a reasonable argument to be made that other protocols would actually feel more comfortable with. Uh, with this governance system, um, but it is—it's a very interesting point. <laughs> and the the final question that we've seen is like, well, so why even why even do this at all? Um, and this is this is I think another really interesting conceptual question that we'd love to get into a bit on this space. Um, I'll I'll just read off from uh, from this one. Um, so despite its flaws, the Cosmos Hub is very special. It pioneered proof of stake, the AppChain thesis, trustless bridging, liquid staking, and shared security. And the token that drew Stride contributors into Cosmos was Atom. It created something bigger than itself. The best decentralized applications in the world can be built on Cosmos. 
And simply put, many Cosmos chains currently depend on Atom's success. 75% of Stride's revenue is Atom. Atom's the token with the most volume on Osmosis. Atom secures Neutron. And Osmosis, Stride, and Neutron need the Cosmos up today. And some people think that ICS isn't a compelling enough narrative for Atom and that we need to raise the stakes. Um, the reason we're here is to build permissionless open systems. And this idea is about decentralization and Atom's secret powered decentralized governance to give stakers and protocols more confidence in the Stride protocol. Um, we also think it would give Atom a future. You know, for Atom to be a top three token where we think it belongs, not like 20 or 30 or 40, it needs a very strong narrative and to be fully decentralized. And uh, I know Thyborg from Informal posted, you know, sort of uh, more details about that narrative, but we think that narrative could be it. And having a few more development teams would make the hub more decentralized. Um, and if Stride gets converted to Atom, the current Stride holders could share an Atom subside. So this is sort of like the, um, the mild pitch for, but I know there are lots of reasons that um, it might not make sense. So, and I'm sure we're going get, to get into those more in the Q&A. Um, but that was just you know, some of our initial thoughts on, on some of the common questions that we've seen. Awesome. Thanks so much, Aiden. Uh, really appreciate that helpful framing and hopefully I think uh, it can help guide the discussion. Um, we'd like to uh, invite people up to ask their questions, give uh, you know, their own feedback, their concerns, their comments, what excites them. Um, so we'd like to kind of open it up. Um, we're happy to answer any and all questions and see whatever way this uh, discussion uh, goes. But I'd, I'd encourage people to kind of focus um, initially, at least, on the high-level conceptual point on what the future of the Cosmos Hub could be like, uh, where they see Adam going in the next, say, 10 years, um, and also what, what, where they feel the Stride community is going, how this might affect them. Um, we're also, again, happy to answer questions about implantation or um, getting into the nitty-gritty of things. Uh, but I think it might be helpful initially to guide around um, is this even structured in a way that could make sense for both communities or is there not really uh, that much demand for either community to go forward? This is uh, the predominant way in which I think the discussion would be like the most uh, productive. Just talking about, uh, hey, here's a vision that we might have for the Cosmos Hub and how it might achieve that vision. Um, so yeah, that being said, uh, let's open it up. If anyone wants to come up on stage, um, I'm happy to just raise your hand. I'm happy to kind of bring you up. Um, we, can, we can give it a minute if people are a little bit shy. I'm also happy to maybe keep talking. Um, it's also fine. To, it's fine to be critical. You know, Michelle and I, we're not going to be offended or anything like that. Um, and we definitely won't, you know, try and attack anyone or um, like, we just want to kind of talk. So um, yeah, please, please don't be shy. And I'm, I can assure you we'll both be uh, very friendly on stage. Yeah, yeah, and, and to, to, to really reemphasize, and we've already talked about this a few times, but just to make sure everyone understands before we get into it, uh, negative feedback is 1,000% okay. Our real goal with this is just to give what we think could be a vision of uh, both you know, the Cosmos Hub and Stride and kind of talk about how those might evolve going forward. Um, and if our vision doesn't align with the community's vision, we would always defer to the community. You know, like our goal is absolutely not to kind of... Uh, push our own sort of worldview or, uh, you know, try to do anything behind closed doors or if anything, we want to be the exact opposite, put as much stuff in public, uh, get feedback early on and really try to help that guy in discussion. Uh, so that being said, let's get into it. I think Robo, you uh, requested first. Uh, so please take away and then fellow up Milkman and Lauren's uh, adding you guys as well. After Robo. Hey everyone, can you hear me okay? Can hear you great, yeah. 
Perfect. Reception's not super great where I am, so if I disconnect, sorry about that. Um, I just wanted to quickly address uh, uh, something that Aiden said, um, and, and again, trying to keep it super high level here, but um, Aiden, you mentioned that, that um, protocols really value neutrality and decentralization of liquid taking, staking governance tokens. Um, totally agree that Atom is is more decentralized than STRD, um, at least you know currently with with stake weight distributions and things like that. Um, but from the perspective of chains that aren't the Cosmos Hub, uh, for example, do you feel that Atom is a more credibly neutral token than than STRD is currently? Yeah, it's it's a very good question. Um, I I do think there's a a trade off here between credible neutrality and decentralization. Um, on the one hand, you have Stride, which I think is uh, hopefully very credibly neutral on the liquid staking front. Um, you know, this is something that we've we've always valued quite highly. Like we've never wanted to build a DEX or a lending protocol or anything else on top of Stride um, for this very reason. We just want Stride to do liquid staking so that it can service other chains without those chains being worried about a conflict of interest. Um, but as you say, Atom is also probably more decentralized than STRD currently. You know, it's 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 much older, um, so it's had a bit of an unfair uh, head start, um, or maybe a fair head start. Um, anyway, I, so there there is this like sort of core tension. Um, the way that, I, and I'm I'm not I'm not totally sure. The way that I've been thinking about it is in this uh, vision for the Cosmos Hub. If the Cosmos Hub is um, you know, a very simple, minimal chain, and it has a bunch of other chains around it. Maybe it has a DEX, a lending protocol, um, a liquid staking provider. And if the if this, uh, like, let's call it the Atom Economic Zone, or, you know, I think named TBD, uh, services the rest of the interchain, I think the incentives are pretty well aligned for the liquid staking provider and the DEX and all these services um, to provide the highest level of, of service uh, to the other protocols in the ecosystem. Um, that's that's my very high level take. Like I think incentives could still be aligned, and uh, like the liquid staking arm of the Cosmos Hub could still be credibly neutral, even if the Cosmos Hub um, starts uh, to internalize some protocols. Um, but I I'm not sure. Um, yeah. What 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 do you think? What what are your thoughts? Well, just kind of taking it from the perspective of like just let's say any non. Cosmos hub chain, but we'll use Osmosis as an example. Um, I, I can see that, you know, with the debates right now that are raging on around Lido and, and having, you know, too much stake weight concentration um, of, of staked ETH and being, you know, this sort of like external protocol. Um, I, I can understand why it makes sense to have the Cosmos hub internalize its own liquid staking this way. But, but what if a future arises in which Stride starts to accumulate a massively overweighted percentage of staked Osmo, for example. Um, don't you think that we will we'll just kind of be back to square one with this this debate? Except for now, we don't have this credibly neutral, you know, chain with its own governance token that that doesn't have significant allegiances to any one chain. But now we've got you know a, a token that's effectively beholden to the Cosmos Hub and Cosmos Hub governance, controlling a significant amount of stake of the Osmo token. Um, don't, don't you anticipate any potential issues there? 
Yeah. Go, go for it. Sorry, didn't cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, yeah, it's a great question, Robo. And maybe I'll, I'll chime in with my personal thoughts. Uh, you know, just these are just Michelle's thoughts. Um, I, I think they're uh, the, the issue you're describing. Uh, I think occurs both. There uh, is definitely a concern. I think if there is an liquid staking token that is has a different token holder base than uh, the protocol that that it supports, which I, I think as of now is basically every liquid staking protocol. Um, not literally everyone, but I think almost all liquid staking protocols uh, have this issue. Um, and let's say, take a world where say thirty percent of all Osmo is staked through Stride. I think we would potentially see a concern even with the stride token as it is now um not not one that's like existential but just uh some way of i think helping mitigate any sort of potential uh, attack vector in my mind i'm, I'm thinking about this um it, it's very tightly coupled with decentralization but the, the, the way it's framed in my mind is what system does the stride uh protocol have in order to pick uh, a delegation set on osmosis how can that uh process be changed or interrupted and uh, like, how comfortable is the other chain with that process? And I think um, the, the hope here is that we would build a really good process. So one that is um, truthfully trying to get to a really good validator set on Osmosis. Um, and I, I would hope that we have, uh, you know, we can, can arrive at a process there that's both good for Stride and does, you know, uh, Osmosis chain. But the one place I think decentralization really does help is in that second point. Um, how can... Uh, how can both protocols or osmosis um, be really confident that the um, delegation process is not likely to change? I think once a chain gets more decentralized, um, for example, the Cosmos Hub, you have a bit more faith that it gets a little bit slower moving and it's a little bit uh, more likely to stick to the processes that it already has implemented. And this might introduce uh, some marginal confidence for osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I can add to that, I think um, there are sort of uh there, there's so there's this debate right now um on ethereum which is like you know how much of how, how much and and what if anything should be internalized um and i think the way that uh, i'm not super close to this but i think the way that uh the debate is going right now is they're thinking uh it might make sense to internalize something like the liquid staking module on cosmos that enables competition between liquid staking providers but also provides regulation um, but this would actually be one step further for the Cosmos Hub only. So the Cosmos Hub would have a, fr- a fully internalized liquid staking protocol. Um, and you're right, other other chains would not uh, that that are using Stride would not have an internalized liquid staking protocol that they fully control. Um, but I think this this problem also exists with Stride as an independent chain. Um, and then the question is just like, well. How much, um, uh, like, how different is it for another chain if they have something that is um, uh, very aligned on liquid staking and less decentralized versus maybe slightly less aligned? Although it's not totally clear to me that the hub would be less aligned if uh, value occurs to the hub through the hub providing credibly neutral liquid staking and more decentralized. Um, my, yeah, my, so I'm not actually sure how it would shake out. Um, but um, I think, at least in the short term, uh, it, it would make uh, other protocols more likely to adopt liquid staking. And then in the long term, whether those protocols decide that like they actually don't want Stride or the Cosmos Hub or anyone else 
doing liquid staking for them and they fully internalize it, like that's, I think, a different question. Um, maybe more of like a medium to long-term question. And I'm not 100% sure how that one will play out. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for answering. And I, I know we have a lot of speakers up here, so I don't, I'm not going to monopolize the whole space. But I, in, in my mind, the difference is that um, the Cosmos Hub or the Atom Economic Zone as it exists today or, and will exist you know, in the future, in my opinion, um, is looking to compete with a lot of these chains. Um, value accrual to the hub is is the sort of the name of the game right now for Atom governance for obvious reasons. Um, and I, I guess my largest concerns are just around the fact that um, that protocols may not want a liquid staking provider um, that is sourced from a competitor. And that's I, I know we'll have more discussions on this in the future. So that's that's just where I'm at right now. I'm happy to pass the mic to somebody else. Yeah, the, the, let me slow this and I really do appreciate that feedback. And uh, I think for what's worth, this is exactly the kind of feedback that we're looking for. Um, mostly around like strategically, could this be a really value creation uh, for the hub to internalize an LST and would this be a good direction for the hub? Um, and I think this is a meaningful um, point that it, uh, if the hub wants to compete in other directions on value capture, uh, which seems like a direction I might be heading in, um, this could make uh, other chains less less likely to adopt stride. So really appreciate the feedback. Um, maybe moving up to the next speaker, I think uh, Velvet, I, I believe you're next. Um, come on up. All right. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for hosting this. Um, I have a couple questions and I'll try to make them all kind of quick. Um, and they kind of move on to, they kind of like address two different points. So my first one is on the delegation policies um, for to val of validators for stride. Um, I, I was kind of going through your forum and trying to exactly figure it out, but I think it said that there was like the last thing I could find was something around like there's 36 validators that um, for osmosis and for Cosmo uh, and for uh, Cosmos hub that are being chosen. Um, can you just, I, you know, in, in the like kind of the other side of the centralization debate that Robo was talking about before, um, is there like an active list of um, like how many validators currently does Stride delegate to um, for Osmosis and the Cosmos Hub today? Um, is there a current list somewhere that exists that's live with like the existing weights today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can... <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, I, I think I can jump in on this one quickly. And Robo, you can also jump in and stop me. Robo's been helping out quite a bit with the delegation program. So he's the expert. Um, the way that it works is when chains are onboarded, Stride takes uh, a relatively unopinionated view of delegations. So it just copies stakes. It looks at um, the validator set and it copies the current stake weight distribution. And uh, as we have bandwidth and as chains become larger, we run a delegation program. The way that the delegation program works is it delegates stake um, proportionally across the set. So if a validator set has 100 validators, it will delegate 25% of stake to the top 25, 25% of stake to uh, you know, 26 through 50, 25% of stake through um, 51 through 75, and so on. Uh, so it's biasing stake um, away from the top of the set. And we evaluate, uh, or you know, Stride team doesn't do this. There's a, a, a neutral council of four or five people from the ecosystems that we run this on, which is currently the hub and Osmosis, and they evaluate validator applications. Um, and then they uh, stack rank them within each quartile. Um, 
And in terms of whether this is public, uh, it is. I can send uh, a link. Currently, I think the easiest way to see it is just by querying the chain. You can see like a list of all the validators and their weights. Um, I think we've been working on a UI for this as well, although it's not uh, not quite ready. Uh, okay. Robo, let me know if I missed anything. Um, yeah, just I, we're I I believe we're also right in the middle of redelegating the the stake. Um, we just had the proposals pass to redelegate the stake on the Cosmos Hub and um, and on Osmosis. So whatever the current uh, allocations are, they should change here in the next week or two. Um, and I, I know you didn't ask this question, but um, I'm also working on a governance proposal to uh, slightly tweak the delegation program. Uh, and this will, um, Aiden, I, I don't know if you guys have a concrete number yet, but um, it will pretty much dramatically increase the the number of validators that Stride can delegate to. So that should help increase um, the decentralization factor of this as well. Yeah, sorry, I, I forgot to mention that piece. Uh, currently, we delegate to, I think, 32. Um, validators is just a technical, uh, like, uh, it's technically challenging to delegate to more, but um, I think within the next month or so, that restriction should be lifted, and then we'll delegate uh, across the entire set. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for answering that. So the, the, my next question is, and this is maybe a little bit more on like the numbers side of things. Um, you know, yesterday there was a post on like Numia um, about like the rewards that you know Adam, the Cosmos Hub, um, Adam token holders have received in protocol revenue from the two consumer chains so far, uh, Stride and uh, Neutron. Congratulations for not being below. Neutron um, and being like the highest uh, revenue earner. Um, and, and obviously I think it's like 15%, if I remember correctly, or 25%, I'm not exactly sure how Stride decided to split it, but of the revenue. Um, and so there's like some simple math that one can do to calculate like what the what the monthly revenue that Stride earns is, and then like the, the annual revenue that Stride earns. Um, I'm curious about one question. I have like one question on like the calculation of revenue as it's define like how it's like you know how it's being like what's considered revenue um that's in that number which is like and then i actually have one question about like you know you mentioned the acquisition would be some premium on the market cap um so my first question is do you know whether the staking the inflation that stride is um di distributing to like you know stakeholders whether that's included in the monthly protocol revenue that was reported so is that like is that actual protocol revenue or is it protocol revenue plus inflationary rewards and stride tokens um and and if so like if you if you're aware of like what amount of that number is inflationary rewards on strides token that would be really helpful to know because then all of a sudden you know the protocol revenue if, if stride were to be acquired um that protocol revenue would would go away um, and then the second, so, so just like, do you know whether stride tokens inflation is included in there is kind of the question. And do we have sort of a good understanding of what that number looks like? Um, the second question is, I'm curious about why um, we would use market cap as an acquisition, uh, like the, num the number to like kind of peg to, particularly because whether it's public companies or private companies, typically what's used is some multiple of the revenue that's generated, that those companies generate. It can be EBITDA, it can be revenue, top line revenue, it can be 
a number of calculations, but in this case, market cap seems like you know a much obviously a much higher number. Um, but like, I'm just curious about like why we would. And I understand like you know traditional finance, you know DeFi decentralized finance, but curious as to like why in this case it makes sense to use this like much much higher number than like actually what the what the protocol is going to generate in revenue um for the for cosmos hub and for ics yeah both both really great questions so we really appreciate it Velvet. and and again uh this is exactly the kind of vanity questions we're open for you know thinks more about how this might look like for the future of the hub um so maybe, maybe jump into both these uh first on, on the revenue number um so i uh to, to be clear i think uh, the stride labs team never uh would quote inflation uh, as part of the revenue number but we can't uh, of course stop external parties from, from doing that but I believe the number that Numia is quoting wasn't intended to be the stride revenue, but rather the ICS uh, or what uh, rewards the Cosmos Hub gets from ICS. And so then uh, it doesn't, you know, it's reasonably that they would count inflation. I believe uh, currently it depends a little bit on each day because, you know, we're in crypto, so prices fluctuate pretty highly. Uh, but stride generates around $700,000 in annual revenue. Um, not including inflation. This is just their protocol rewards, and then roughly the same amount of inflation as well. So I believe both of them are something like three and a half to four uh, percent uh, yield, depending on the day. Um, so I hope that answers the first question. So it's right around seven hundred thousand dollars of real rewards, and then the the Numia, I believe, when they're just counting ICS, they need fifteen percent of that, as well as fifteen percent of stride rewards. Um, then, uh, in, in terms of your second question, why use the market cap for an acquisition? So th this is a really great question. And th to be really clear, uh, we obviously w can't control what, what uh, if a deal happens, what price would happen at. This is just our initial thoughts. Um, but my uh, maybe two, two veins of, of uh, thinking here. First, in terms of what, why not use a revenue multiple or a price uh, or earnings multiple? Uh, my, my impression is uh, just outside of crypto, just in standard, uh, you know, traditional tech or traditional equities. Um, that pre-IPO companies tend to tend to get acquired either on some revenue or uh, earnings multiple, um, just because you know that, that's an easy way to kind of structure these companies. But it, but even then, it, it uh, I think is not always like that, and often depends on all a host of things. For example, like the path dependency of that revenue, so what the revenue growth is like. That's why you see these companies that are like under a million dollars revenue get acquired for really high amounts, or maybe how strategically aligned these two companies are. Or how interwoven the their two kind of um, uh, business models or kind of users could be. So an easy example of this is like Instagram or Facebook. You know they got acquired for a billion dollars with, with zero uh, revenue. Um, so same with WhatsApp. I, be, I believe WhatsApp at the time of acquisition also had um, no monetization as well. Though uh, I, I could be wrong on that front. Um, but you know there, there's all sorts of acquisitions that happen for strategic uh, uh, reasons or competitive reasons or reasons you don't want to. Uh, another competitor to kind of internalize the users. Uh, so I would say revenue and earnings are definitely one way to think about it and it depends a lot on the type of uh, type of business, but it's not, not universal. Uh, but then the second thing I would say is, especially in crypto, I think um, while some protocols do generate a lot of value from revenue generation, it's I think more the minority as opposed to the majority of protocols. So a simple example is the Cosmos Hub. Um, you know the the Cosmos Hub revenue is relatively low, but the market cap is quite high. I think a lot of this is around the narrative that the the community believes in and that the token is able to kind of. Um, pitch for itself. Another, you know, really clear example of this is Bitcoin that has uh, no meaningful revenue source to Bitcoin holder, uh, but still obviously has a really huge valuation 
um, because of the sort of market cap, uh, or so sorry, because of the sort of narrative that can spin. And I think part of what we're thinking about here is um, how does the narrative for Adam and the narrative for the Cosmos Hub and for adoption of Cosmos in general, how does that change uh, if Stride is acquired? And I, I think that, that could be uh, much more powerful um, than, than just the revenue itself. And we see this kind of all, all over crypto. A lot of the most valuable tokens are tokens that really can uh, internalize really amazing narratives um, that either they're going to bring a lot of adoption or tax to the space or bring a lot of attention to the protocol itself. Um, and then maybe just one last point here. I suspect that any deal would have to be a premium to the market cap because if not, uh, stride token holders would be kind of irrational to vote it through. Um, and so I, I think it would be unlikely that uh, the stride community would vote for any sort of proposal that was not a premium. I think you make a really good point that maybe the Cosmos Hub would be unwilling to um, go forward any deal that is at a premium to the current price, in which case it's totally fine. It probably means that uh, moving forward with such a deal is going to be really hard to happen. Um, but I, I, I think, to be clear, it's a totally reasonable outcome. But I, I don't think we should uh, treat that outcome as happening only because of the revenue, because most protocols in crypto, I think, are, are not really valuable in the revenue. And this has the potential to make the Cosmos Hub um, a really unique protocol in crypto. And if that brings like 2x as many eyes onto the protocol and 2x is the, the, the valuation of Cosmos Hub, kind of being re really uh, value additive for both communities. So I, I hope that answered your question. But let me know if, uh, you know, yeah, perfect. Um, if there, uh, do, do you have any follow-ups on that velvet? If not, we'll we move on. Uh, amazing. All right. Um, I believe L Lawrence, I, th I think you're next. Uh, so you want to come up on stage and then Seb, I have you after and Ben B right after that. And if anyone else is interested, please come up on stage or just raise your hand. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, my main question would be about like the, the access of competition to the liquid staking markets around Atom. So what we see in EVE, right, we've got like these multiple liquid staking protocols, which all kind of fit a different market, serves a different market. And my main question would be like, how if Stride gets acquired, how do you see the access of competition to the Atom liquid staking market working out? Yeah, this is a really, really fantastic question. And again, it's one of the I think this is exactly the kind of questions and we want and discussion I want to have. So this is... Um, yeah, so maybe let me start off with my initial thoughts. There's um, a, a lot of benefits, I think, from having healthy competition in LSP providers. There's lots of different structures that might work out for users or end up resulting in better decentralization or better products. Um, so really simple ones that I've seen floating around is LST that only delegates to bare metal validators. An LST maybe is focused on governance rights or one that's focused around like a particular use case for the liquid staking provider. Um, and I think it's really key that we don't... Uh, prevent these uh, these types of uh, LSTs from coming into existence. So uh, to totally acknowledge that I think this is um, something that we do want to happen and it would be um, a shame, I think, if this uh, kind of limited how much uh, creativity there was in the LST space. Um, but that being said, I think there's a lot of benefits to also internalizing LST and helping it kind of bootstrap defect. Um, and then separately trying to see how innovation in the LSC space can, uh, can blossom. So maybe to make that a bit more concrete, um, we can imagine a world where uh, Cosmos Hub chooses to kind of focus its attention on a few core primitives to help bootstrap DeFi in the space. And then after DeFi is at a healthy level, start either, uh, yeah, if, let's say, having that the Cosmos Hub uh, did um, merge with Stride right now, and after a few months to a year, DeFi adoption was really blooming. Let's say there's you know a billion dollars of TVL across Cosmos DeFi and the hub uh, governance thinks, hey, we actually now want to encourage LST to 
uh, only focus on bare metal validators. Uh, just, just one example of imagine whatever feature set you might want. Um, they could either ask the Stride team to build this, and the Stride team would then build a second LSG or you know build up on these features. Or Cosmos Hub could uh, you know deploy POL to another LSG provider that's building this, or they can ICS chain, or you know, there's all sorts of ways to kind of encourage that adoption later. The kind of thinking that we have in our end is. Um, I think Cosmos Hub has a bit of a, a sense of urgency in my mind of trying to help DeFi blossom in the space and help attract uh, you know uh, people all throughout crypto to come to the Cosmos and see what really innovative and exciting things we can do here. And I think uh, that might trade off a little bit in the short run with seeing all the different avenues that uh, the Cosmos Hub could pursue. So you know, let's say there's ten different types of LSTs. Um, in, in my mind, it might make sense to. Uh, for the Cosmos Hub to pick some subset of those and help promote adoption of those right now in order to bring more DeFi activity and then later kind of get the benefit of adoption. In my mind, it feels like there's a spectrum of uh, diversity of ideas as well as uh, shelling points for liquidity and adoption. And you never want to be, I think, fully on one side or the other. And depending on some work conditions, you kind of uh, are, are on a sliding scale there. Um, but so sorry, this is kind of long-winded answer. But to answer your question, I, I think th there are definitely ways the Hub could promote uh, these sort of activities, either through the Stride team building this in the future, or making such a product either ICS chain or deploying QL there. Did that answer your question? Uh, yeah, mostly. Just to add one quick add-on. So th these are like I get you guys are still very early here, um, but do you think it's like Stride's responsibility to think of this before the merger proposal, or do you think this is like a Cosmos governance? Uh, like topic. Yeah, this is a great question. I think it's a bit of both. So we definitely have our own thoughts as a stride team. But I think uh, one of the pieces of feedback we've seen in the past, two really big kind of proposals for the future of Cosmos, is that people are a bit skeptical of them. And uh, I think reasonably so. When they come from insiders or only kind of um, you know people who are deep in Adam governance or uh, you know deep in you know, big contributors to what uh, one of our multiple projects. I, I, based on that feedback, like for example, the item two feedback, I think a lot of it was this kind of came from quote unquote the, the Cosmos Cartel. It was kind of very internal, not very uh, sensitive to community feedback. And our thinking here was we, we really do appreciate and um, are, are honestly amazed by the decentralization of governance. And I think it's a really powerful example of what uh, decentralized communities can do. And our thinking here was we want to open this up uh, kind of as early as possible to get feedback from people to help them shape discussions like this, like how much diversity of LSTs does the Cosmos Hub want in the short term versus how much does it want to push for getting DeFi adoption on uh, maybe some of, some of those LSTs. Um, not saying there's one right answer or the other, but our bias here was uh, it's better to have these discussions in the open and have the community kind of decide from the ground up as opposed to the community uh, basically taking the answer from an insider. Yeah, I, I'd also like to add um, one more perspective to to this discussion. So uh, I think from the from the stride perspective, um, there are sort of uh, I guess I'll, I'll just I'll present one line of argument. And it relies on two axioms. Um, one of the axioms I think we're quite confident in. And the second one we're a little bit less confident in. Um, but it, it might be true. And then you can kind of like see where, see where things go from there. Um, so two axioms that we've been thinking about. The first is that liquid staking markets are winner take most. And the second is that eventual nationalization of the winner is inevitable. 
Um, so on the first one, I think it's pretty clear, and like lots of people have argued this in the past. Um, liquid staking tokens have pretty strong network effects in terms of liquidity, brand, um, uh, and integrations as well. Uh, and I think like empirically, we've seen this play out in most ecosystems. Um, maybe it's too early to pick a winner for Cosmos Hub. I think that is um, very reasonable pushback, but I think that is compatible with the view that the liquid staking market is winner take most over like some multi-year timescale. Um, and the second is that eventual nationalization of the winner is inevitable. So this one, I think we're slightly less confident in. Um, although I think it's another, I think, pretty interesting point for us to think about as we have this discussion. Um, Lido is, I, I, again, I keep pointing over to Lido, but I think Lido is a really good, uh, um, it's a really good uh, sort of map to see like what might happen in the future, what kinds of discussions might happen in the future if Stride or another liquid staking protocol on the Cosmos Hub got like 30 or 40% um, of all staking tokens. Of course, currently we have the thirty, the twenty five percent cap through LSM, um, but that that could be raised in the future. And I think even at twenty five percent, we'd start to have some of these conversations. Um, but if you believe these two axioms, so the market is winner take most, and eventual nationalization of the winner is inevitable, uh, then it becomes not a question of when, uh, um, or it, it, it's not a question of if the hub needs to print money and internalize the liquid staking protocol. Um, you know, printing money might be like merging with another liquid staking protocol. It might be um, funding a team to build something internally. There's different ways it could happen. Um, I think, although I think the merger route makes a lot more sense. Like we saw what happened with Gravity Dex. Uh, sometimes when you like, you really want uh, products to find PMF before, um, before you acquire or merge with them. Um, so it's, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. And then there's a question of like, is now the right time? Uh, and I think that's a really interesting question to think about. Um, uh, and then also, you know, how like it plays out for the SRD and the atom holders. Um, one reason that it might be benefit, uh, it might be beneficial now is Stride and the hub could coexist and fully align without too much friction. Um, and, you know, Stride uh, could also start to think about like some of these uh, new LST directions. Like um, it might make sense to an institutional LST. It might make sense to, like Vishal was saying, create like, um, uh, like a bare metal LST. There's, I think, uh, those are like very, very simple examples of different things that could be built. Um, I think there's more complex examples as well. Um, but that's uh, sort of an interesting logic train to follow. Um, so again, the, the two axioms, not, not saying these are both true, but I think the first one, relatively convinced of. The second one is sort of an open question, but uh, trending in a direction. Are the winner is uh, the market is winner take most, and eventual nationalization of the winner is inevitable. Um, and then you can kind of like uh, think about how the market will develop from there. Yeah, we're, we're really great points, and um, and really appreciate the the question, Lawrence. Um, also, totally unrelated to Lawrence, I love your PFD, super cute. Um, I believe Seb, I think I have you next, and then Bendy right after. Um, and if anyone else wants to come on stage or ask a question, please just raise your hand and. Um, I'll invite you to stage. Hey guys, uh, so most of the questions I had have been answered. Uh, so yeah, thanks everybody for the great questions. Uh, but uh, I was trying to think of what would be something smart to ask here, and I came up with this. So I'll, I'll ask it anyway. Uh, you guys can tell me if it's smart or not. But it, yeah, if um, you know, put yourself put yourself in the in the shoes of an atom holder, 
right? Like forget that you guys are working with Stride for a second. And, um, you know, if you were to put yourself in the shoes of, uh, you know, any old Adam Holder, um, what, uh, like, what, what, what is the thing that you think Adam Holder should be demanding of you the most? Uh, while when evaluating this deal, like what's the what's the most important thing that Adam Holder should be demanding of the Stride team and um, and Stride governance uh, as this conversation sort of unfolds and uh, potentially you know a, a governance proposal goes up. Yeah, that is. Uh, I, I think it was a, it was a good question. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so it, it maybe uh, a little bit of framing. I, I think. Uh, that I think will maybe make the answer here a bit more clear, uh, or, or at least my own personal answer. I think the uh, the one thing that Adam, I think, would get the most from this sort of deal, or the thing that makes it more, uh, that, that I think could make this really game-changing for Adam community. And we've talk, spoken to a lot of kind of Adam whales or Adam insiders about this, and, and yeah, kind of pretty much the same feedback over and over again. Um, the, the things that, or maybe two things that I think would be really uh, that that would be really huge for Adam in, in the story deal. One is they get a really uh, they get a team uh, in particular to get the stride team, and they get a team that's proven that they one are really Adam aligned, understands the space, uh, and can ship products that uh, are meaning meaningfully have PMF in the space. So I think that that's like the, the first like thing they get, and the second thing that Adam gets is then this narrative of value capture across the whole ecosystem. So how, you know, Adam gets this narrative that now anytime there's DeFi in crypto, or sorry, anytime there's DeFi in Cosmos, um, that value can get driven right back to the hub. Um, and I think one um, key way this might manifest is one thing we've seen, from, we've heard from people outside of Cosmos, but are, you know, big investors in crypto more broadly, is they really like all the tech and all the adoption that's coming into Cosmos. Uh, they love the SDK, they love IBC in particular, I think it's really cool to see all this really amazing governance discussions happening, see all this great stuff being built, um, but they're not really sure what bet to make. They don't know exactly like what token they should go into, they don't really know how Adam gets value from here, but if Adam owned the LST that was kind of the base layer of DeFi in the whole Cosmos, then it makes Adam much more of a clear cut, like, oh, I want to go into a Cosmos. Let me go get some Adam. Um, I think that that's like a really compelling value out that, that Adam could get. Is it more enshrines itself, not only as the center of um, Adam discussion, but also the center of Adam DeFi. And that thing is something that um, is not quite as fickle. It doesn't just change based on, you know, crowd demand or where um, where people's tensions are at any given time. Like being the base layer of DeFi is a permanent kind of value capture. Um, so, so given these two uh, kind of value adds for for Adam, namely uh, becoming a center of Cosmos DeFi uh, and getting this really amazing team that build products, I think the thing that they really need to demand, and I suspect any sort of deal going forward have to capture this, is strong alignment from uh, Stride contributors. So uh, some simple ways this might happen are uh, revesting Stripe contributors tokens. So you know uh, they don't uh, they vest over like uh, you know, many years, as well as making those vests depend on KPIs. So something like okay, this would only happen like that. A community can think about what their goals are from this acquisition. Some some simple or merger. Some simple ones might be uh, want to get uh, m- amount of Adam LST adoption to ten percent of all uh, a- Adam at stake, and then maybe also. Want to have around fifty million dollars of TBL from non Adam tokens? You know, this is, is, is a, some simple examples. You mentioned other ones too, and bake those KPIs into the team's vesting. 
So the team would be strongly aligned to accomplish the goals that the Cosmos community wanted. Because if they don't hit those goals, then the team's tokens don't invest. And that that gives us really tight alignment between what uh, Cosmos governance wants for the future of this acquisition or this merger and what the Stride team uh, would, would deliver. Does that, does that make sense? Answer, does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, that, that answers my question. Do you, do you think there's any there are any particular ways that the Adam community can hold you guys accountable? Or how, um, yeah, how, so, how do you think is the best way for the Adam community to hold you accountable? Yeah, totally. So I, in my mind, I think the the, the best way is probably um, the, the dev tokens. So you know, the dev team is obviously aligned because they, um, you know, a meaningful portion of uh, their comp comes in vested tokens. And if those tokens only uh, would vest, if the community... Uh, the KPIs that the community decided on were hit. Uh, that I think gives really tight alignment. I'm open to other sessions too. So things that might be uh, but like uh, other ways that the, the core team could be responsible to um, are held accountable to governance. Uh, but maybe one example of how this might be implemented in practice is some sort of uh, council um, that the Cosmos Hub governance decides on. Um, that they think is neutral and informed and competent, and that council is in charge of evaluating these KPIs and then um, distributing that information to, to governance. So make it really concrete. Let's say, this is just theoretic, so don't want to index too heavily to the composition of this council or this exact method, but just getting a framework for how this might go uh, or one example of how this might go. So let's say governance aside from the committee, maybe one person from the ICF, one person from formal, one person HIFA, uh, maybe two people from different validators, and then this council, and then they also decide on a set of KPIs or outsource the KPI generation to the council to get voted on. So, say the council decides on three core KPIs, maybe um, dollars of non-Adam TVL, the Stride protocol uh, covers, um, amount of adoption of of ST Adam, so what percentage of all staked Adam is ST Adam, and then maybe um, um, how many uh, places in DeFi. Is uh or is STIM used maybe outside of Cosmos? Maybe you know, the Cosmos community decides it's a really core goal for STIM to be used as collateral on five different ecosystems inside of Cosmos. And then you know, after the and then the council sets these KPIs, puts those KPIs up to governance. So governance votes on okay, I think these are the KPIs we want to hold the strike team accountable to. Then the council meets, let's say every quarter or every six months or whatever it is. Um, puts out a report on how uh, the stride team is following according to those KPIs. And after the committee or the council decides that the KPIs are hit, then the dev team's tokens would, would vest. So the dev team you know, doesn't get paid until uh, governance decides that the, the goals they had in mind were actually hit. So n- n- don't index too heavily for this one example, but this just gives you uh, one potential path for how we can really align incentives. Does that make sense? Yep. Thank you. Of course. I re- really appreciate the question, by the way. Um, Bendy, I have you. I have you next. Hey guys. Um, so I guess my thing was really about the timing of things because I feel like um, I think you were talking right at the beginning about like at the top level, what's the hub's vision? I think that's always a rabbit hole that people can get lost in. Um, uh, I know I do myself, but I think there is also I think there is something about. Obviously, there's a there's the tokenomics work between uh, 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 binary builders, um, Blockworks Research, and RMIT uh, that's playing out at the moment, and obviously, um, sort of things like some of the work they're doing will dramatically affect potentially the relationship with ICS chains. 
Um, so I think there's something interesting about that, which makes it quite hard to make really informed decisions for the community because things are in a state of flux. But I would also sort of argue that potentially that will always be the case because that's the way that it seems to always be. Um, but I think there's also a thing around timings, which is at the moment there's the vast majority of Stride's income is atom based. And, you know, you guys have spoken about STDYDX, SDT, SDSay. You know, and these would be significant alternative lines of income. And I think that without those established, again, it makes it hard for informed decisions in either direction, right? Where, you know, optimistically, you think these are going to come on board and they will be really significant and they would be huge wins for Atom. So I think that that's one thing that makes this really challenging. And I, I, I suppose I'm saying this with a view to kind of just giving you guys a lot of credit for even sticking your heads above the parapet to this idea because it is very hard to do it um i think the other thing is that i think probably on the atom side of the fence i don't think people have realized we've already kind of bet the house on neutron and stride in terms of like ics is you know if ics is to be if atoms to be successful ics needs to be successful um certainly right now um so kind of the tighter alignment makes a lot of sense to me from an atom point of view, because actually in reality, it's already incredibly tight to the atom future. But I think that probably, um, I think a lot of these things. And then the third thing I was really thinking about was the, the kind of slightly unformed idea of what is the AEZ. Um, and I guess when I'm thinking about that, it, it was to do with the fact that at the moment that purely is related to things within the atom economic zone. And this slightly related to what um, Robo was talking about with um, uh, credible neutrality, where I don't believe the hub um, is credibly neutral and I don't believe it should be, but I believe that what it needs to do is figure out how it has cooperative relationships with chains outside of ICS relationships. And all of these are things where, um, because things are not quite settled and there isn't a very standard way of practicing, it creates a lot more moving parts and doubt in these negotiations. And I think that it, maybe this is not so much a question, but I'd be interested in your thoughts, which is like bearing in mind all of this, it, you know, is it like, why bring this to the table? Because surely you could probably give yourself like, months less of kind of discussion and anxiety by just kind of sticking with what you're doing where you're doing great work rather than trying to engage in a kind of potential um swamp of governance um because i just think that those three things are a significant kind of like moving bits of floor that uh, make it hard to kind of structure a deal sensibly yeah, uh, that, that, that uh, I, I really appreciate that. This was, uh, honestly, I think one of the most thoughtful pieces we have for you on, Bendy. And um, really, I think does hit at the heart of uh, maybe some of the tension here. Um, and yeah, let, let me give you my thoughts, but I'd love to hear your thoughts too, and maybe go back and forth on this for, for uh, maybe just a, a few minutes, um, given how uh, critical I think the question is. Um, also, just a heads up, I think Aiden had a drop. Um, he had to go to an appointment, but uh, I'll, I'll be here kind of as, as long as need, need be. Um, so yeah, maybe getting to it, um, but Bendy, just to say the question back back to you, it was kind of why bring this to the table now, um, given that there's so many things going on, there's so much discussion around Atom and uh, funding sources and what the strategic future is, what the AEZ should or shouldn't be, how crypto neutral should be, 
Um, and, you know, the Stride team has a clear kind of path for the next, I'd say, like three months at minimum and most likely even six months. We have, have a really clear strategic path. And what, what, why bring this to the table now? And I'll, I'll say this is also a big thing we're wondering about, too. Um, given that we do have, uh, like, like you said, a lot of really exciting things on the horizon for Stride, um, namely like STDYDX, STTO. We have a lot of kind of features that are in review right now, things like governance or liquid governance. Um, you know, we have a, a lot of pretty clear strategic priorities. And uh, like you mentioned, like growth has been pretty good. You know, we're on a good track. Um, the, the reason we, we want to bring it up now, um, so uh, sorry I'm sounding a little bit, you know, repeating myself a little bit. Um, but we, we really do think a lot every day about how to bring DeFi into Cosmos. And I think this is probably the largest strategic uh, question on our minds. Uh, we think through like, what should Stride build? What should we focus on? When we talk to people outside of Cosmos, what would we kind of sell them on? Um, I, I think the question we, we really come back to is how can we help either make Adam more money like, make it be seen as better collateral, and how do we bring more DeFi into the space? And I think as we thought about that question, it, it really brings us to um, what, what is the unique value capture for Adam, and how can Adam really different, differentiate itself from other um, kind of tokens in crypto uh, and Cosmos more broadly? I think Pokachu brought this question up online, but uh, so, so I'll, I'll give him credit for this. Um, you know, now with Slashy and DYDX coming in and being really core parts of the ecosystem, um, or core, core chains built on the top of the Cosmos SDK, um, Adam's, uh, some of its uniqueness kind of goes away as being the largest token in, in the Cosmos. And if uh, Adam or the Cosmos Hub is not the largest token by market cap in the space, how can it help retain uniqueness and be the center of conversation? And I think so far it's really been the center of, uh, of you know, Cosmos governance, Cosmos uh, discussion, DeFi, et cetera, because it, it's had this really great history, has this really great community, and as a result has this really large um, kind of market valuation. Um, but I, I think if, if the valuation starts becoming less clear, it becomes more urgent. Think about what are the unique uh, value props to the Cosmos Hub. Um, and so as a result, I think there is some sense of urgency from our end on trying to reframe narratives for Adam. I think Zaki had a tweet, I was trying to find it earlier, but I couldn't, but he had this tweet that went viral like a few months ago saying Cosmos Hub has like six to 12 months in order to kind of figure out a narrative, get stuff together, um, or, or it's at risk of kind of falling apart. And I think that really struck home to me and kind of independently we have a similar view, just given, um, the interest we've seen people outside of Cosmos and you know their willingness or interest in kind of entering the space or becoming investors in the space has started, I think, becoming a bit more muddled. And it seemed really critical to us to, even if this is not the path that we go down, and again, to be really clear, uh, we would not be demotivated if this is not the path we go down. We wouldn't be upset. There's still really great things happening for both uh, Stride and Adam. But I think we really wanted to force a really big frame shift and a big conversation around what does Adam see as its unique value in the, going forward? And uh, if that's not uh, internalizing core primitives, what else could that be? Like, well, what, how else can Adam become the center of conversation, not only in Cosmos, but all of crypto? And I think that this is one compelling path for it, but it doesn't have to be. And there's another thing that I think these sort of discussions will take a lot of time, especially because there's such a, um, it's such a pivotal moment in how we see the future of Adam governance that it, it, my guess is it'll take time to both have the community come to consensus on what is the strategic path forward for the hub like should it even internalize it different uh, core primitives should it do something else unique should it be like a governance layer for all the cause uh, all the crypto or like how can adam differentiate itself and then uh, after we come up with that then some more months to discuss the actual nitty-gritty and the specifics so even though we're picking it off now um you know i, I think this will be a long process and 
um, given the urgency and seeing the uh, uh, kind of interest from outside of the cosmos starting to dip a little bit, we thought it's kind of key to start addressing that now so we can have a path forward in the next three to six months um, at a time when it might, might be really critical. Um, sorry, that was a little bit winded. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Bendy, and uh, kind of any follow-ups. Yeah, no, I, I suppose it's that it's really understanding why is this ignoring the kind of <laughs> everyone's going to kill me for this ignoring the kind of financial transaction side of it understanding mm-hmm. the top level benefit to stride i think is really critical in understanding why do this because um i think it's really easy to understand the finances it may be a good deal for someone it may not they'll be able to understand whether they they feel like they're making bank depending on what price um is arrived at but i think understand that you know if you take a longer term view than that and you think right i want to make a a bet on stride as a protocol understanding why being kind of absorbed into uh the hub would make sense i think it, it is critical to understanding why this deal should be on the table because i think that um for the hub, there are lots of things it can do uh, because it is of a certain size. And I think that, you know, um, I think that things like uh, liquidity as a service or protocol owned liquidity, things like that are coming and happening. And that's really great. And I, you know, there's a Sunny has a proposal on the forum at the moment, which I think will be really, it's not, um, it's not getting as much attention as it probably deserves because, um i think it's really important that the hub figures out how it has kind of aligned interests with other chains within um the ecosystem that are not part of ics um but i think the hub will figure that out um you know exactly how those work and how these different sort of concentric circles potentially fit together but i think most people probably intuitively can understand why the hub would like to have more revenue i think it's harder to understand why stride would want to uh, why, why stride labs see the value in not having a stride token and i think that's there's a big mental shift for for people to make there yeah that that, that makes a, a lot of sense and really do appreciate the, the really eloquent framing there um and yeah, maybe digging into that one step further as well as seeing kind of a a comment on on the spaces here um uh, to be super clear uh, this proposal won't move forward unless the stride community is pretty unanimously or, or again, nothing's unanimous, but, but it kind of has clear consensus that this is exciting for the stride community. And again, really importantly, the stride labs team never votes as tokens, never kind of tries to influence governance. So there's have to be the, the stride uh, community independent of stride labs uh, and most likely also independent of uh, the seed investors. Uh, so really the kind of like the, the grassroots community and all of it's exciting for them when we move forward. Um, maybe giving some context around why I personally could see this is really good for Stride, uh, you know, the Stride protocol or the Stride token. Um, but would we, love to hear people's other people's thoughts too if they think it's not good, um, and, and totally understand the different perspectives here. But the, the thing that we had is um, the Stride right now has, is, is a pretty unique protocol. I think it truly is one of the the few in uh, crypto that, that functions this way. But it's a uh, liquid staking protocol that, that really scales horizontally all throughout the cosmos. Um, and so we can support like dozens of different tokens um, or, you know, hundreds or thousands of different tokens, in fact. Um, but as of today, a, a lot of the uh, demand for DeFi in Cosmos centers around uh, Atom. 
And so the majority of adoption for Stride comes through Atom. And Stride is, uh, in large part, the Atom LST. So it's not only we have nine other LSTs, 25% of the protocol's uh, revenues come from non-Atom tokens. And there, like you mentioned, there's some really big tokens coming in, like DYDX or Celestia that we think we can get in on really early that might really help diversify uh, you know, the, the protocol itself. Um, and so there's lots of really exciting future uh, future for Stride. But as of today, a big part of that future is Atom. And then relatedly, I think a big part of adoption in Cosmos more broadly is dependent on Atom having interest. But I think if uh, interest for Atom, like the, the token Atom went down, that people will be less interested in building more SDK chains. I think it's really great that we're seeing these really high quality teams right now building in the space, uh, like DYDX or Celestia, and building on top of uh, you know the, the SDK stack, the Cosmos SDK, as opposed to Solana or um, the OP stack or anything else. But it's not. Uh, I don't think we shake for granted that any kind of uh, really sophisticated project in the future will want to build on top of the Cosmos SDK. And so, I, 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 the, the way I was seeing it is we're in a bit of a uh, it's really important for Stride, one, that really big projects build on SDK, and two, that um, Adam can uh, you know, see a resurgence and become really popular and get a lot of DeFi built on top of it. And I think the, these are somewhat intertwined because I think if interest in Adam wanes, that we'd also see an inter, uh, a decline interest in the Cosmos SDK, and we'd see less projects coming to the space. And so uh, on, on one hand, th- this does give up some of the uh, future upside for Stride because it does limit uh, you know what percentage of rewards from all the future protocols that get onboarded to the Stride token. But on the other hand, I think it really could catapult uh, the whole Cosmos space into becoming uh, you know like the, the most interesting space in all, all of uh, crypto. Uh, doing this thing that, that is really interesting. And I don't mean to assert this point of view, and I'm, I'm really open to hearing other people's perspectives. And people think this is not uh, a good direction for Adam to go in, or if they see a future for Stride that is more decoupled to Adam. Um, that also totally makes sense to me. And again, we're, we really are trying to, um, we would follow whatever the community goes. Like we're really, we think of ourselves more as like the, the tools of the community. Uh, like the community has a direction. We are kind of want to be stewards of that and implement it really well. Um, but the, the way I, I was seeing it right now is we're at a bit of a crossroads. It's really important that Adam gets a, a really clear value flow mechanism and a really clear narrative. And that hopefully will help bring more change into the space. Yeah, no, thank you for articulating that because I think it, I understand why you're trying to take a, uh, I don't mean passive entirely, but I think you do need to be community led. But I also think that, you know, whatever kind of head start you've had in terms of thinking about this and the depth at which you've been thinking, it's really useful for people to to hear that. Um, I could definitely keep talking for much longer, but I don't think I should. I think it'd be really useful for other people to ask their questions. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty more opportunities for for people to talk over the, the coming days and weeks, etc. But um, just thank you so much for your time and thank you for kind of just hoping, uh, you know, hosting a kind of space like this and allowing people to talk. Yeah, thanks so much, Ben. I really appreciate your thoughts and uh, you know everything that you've done for Cosmos and the Cosmos Hub governance. I really appreciate it. You know, you're you're uh, um, it's really admirable what you're doing for the whole space, and I think everyone can kind of learn a lot. Um, and maybe before we jump into more speakers, just want to say we're definitely going to do more spaces in the coming days and weeks. Um, we're going to have a really big Twitter space on Tuesday. Uh, we'll publish that pretty soon. Then we'll also be doing more rolling, and we'll try to have more interactive um, comments on the forum post too. Uh, by no means is this the end all be all. You know, this is just want to kick off the conversation. Um, 
that being said, I think Val, I believe you're next. And then Shabu, I have you right after that. Um, so Val, if you want to take it away. Yo, what's up, Arud? Um, thanks, everyone, by the way. Um, yeah, super interesting space. Um, I want to start off by saying I came in a bit later. So if I ask something that's been kind of answered before, just stop me right there. Um, first things first, I ran a poll yesterday out of curiosity about what kind of atom holders think the hub should do when it comes to chains. Uh, I just want to state the results, which is that 250 people voted. 25% said, yes, the hub should absolutely acquire chains. 38% said that it shouldn't. And 37% said that it depends. So I feel like this is a kind of, in, if we were to use politic terms, a swing voter, uh, swing voter issue slash swing voter topic, which is definitely fascinating. Um, one thing I want to start off to lead to my question is the type of acquisitions that exist. And I fully agree with you that it's not just about revenue, right? There's a lot of reasons to do strategic acquisitions to a user base, to a customer base, to a distribution and such. Um, one of the examples that comes to mind is Top Golf getting acquired by Callaway. Um, that was an acquisition that for Callaway essentially meant a pipeline of users because Top Golf is usually something where entry-level players go in and then the more Callaway has visibility on the house and can you know show its logo everywhere the more likely they are to convert what confuses me a little bit about this um kind of proposal is that atom or better stride st supply is 85 percent st atom so kind of the the main users of stride are already the atom community so i'm really just kind of curious like if it isn't distribution, which you can definitely fight me on that point, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. What would be the strategic purpose for the acquisition, um, without kind of forcing you to, you know, re, you know, retell the same talking points before? Yeah, that, that uh, it's a really great question, and uh, yeah, I, mean, uh, I really appreciate your poll. I think you're right. This is kind of a spring voter issue, and people are a bit divided on kind of what the future of the Adam, Adam could be. And again, I think a really, uh, one, one of the key goals we had here is really this forces conversation. And even if it doesn't end up being that this is the, the vision that we have for the hub is the same everyone else has, uh, just would really love the community to talk really explicitly about what the visions are and what, what direction they really want the hub to be. So it's not just something that happens by mistake, rather an intentional process to say, hey, this is what we think the future of the hub should be. Um, that being said, I, I got two kind of key uh, questions from you. Um, so one is the main users of Stride or Atom. Does it really make sense then to acquire a token uh, or, or you know uh, merge with a token where you are the main user? And then second, is distribution kind of a key goal here, or should it be something else from Hub's perspective? Um, to answer me the first question, I think it happens all the time that uh, the companies merge where one uh, one company's main user base is the other company. Uh, you think of like a really boring example, but there's like Salesforce acquires all sorts of tokens or sorry, all sorts of uh, uh, companies that are built entirely on like a Salesforce platform, you know, hundred percent users there. Uh, but I think there's a lot of benefits that the bigger uh, organization often gets, namely they get tighter integration so they can kind of guide the future development of that, of that product to better serve their own users as well as uh uh, they capture more like the upside of that of that product. So let's say your product that you know eighty five percent of users are your own uh, your own users. Um, you can help either one get value capture from there or make the experience better for your own users. So I think those are like the kind of initial reactions I have to that. Um, the second question, which I think is maybe a bit meatier, is is distribution a key goal here for Cosmos Hub? Uh, and I think maybe we can call it distribution, but that's not really how I'm seeing um, this evolving for the hub. In my mind, I, I think the there are two really big benefits of the hub got, and apologies that I think I said this earlier. So, apologies to people who this feels kind of repetitive, but just to 
Um, I'll give you a brief, and I think this is a really important point. Um, I, I, I see really two huge things the hub gets. Uh, so one, I think the hub gets um, uh, value capture across Cosmos DeFi, and then two, they get a, re- a really strong dev. Uh, or you know, I, I'm obviously biased, but I think they get a strong dev team. Um, so maybe breaking this down a little bit. Um, in terms of the value capture, one big piece of feedback we've gotten from investors outside of uh, Cosmos that we've talked to is that they're really excited by the tech in Cosmos, like the SDK, IBC, you know, all this great stuff, all of you all, like we have these amazing builders, amazing community, amazing governance, um, but they don't see an obvious way to uh, make that bet. And there's no obvious way for them to have capital flowing into the ecosystem. And regardless of what your kind of, I think, philosophical takes are on that, I think it's pragmatic to acknowledge that um, spaces in, in crypto often only can succeed if there's capital that's interested in that space, just to fund either development or to build products or get more attention, bring users. Um, there's kind of this cycle that starts with um, capital, I believe. And I'm open to being wrong on that, but that's kind of like a assertion that I'm making, but, but please let me know if anyone disagrees. But given that, I think it's really important that Cosmos tries to become more um, uh, friendly and approachable to people outside the space and make it more obvious to them like what, what the great things about the space are. And I think what, what one piece that we've gotten is there's no clear token that becomes the valuable of the space. Like Adam is the main token right now, it's a token that everyone talks about. It's where often all of the governance happens. Um, but those things, because they're all social, um, they can change. And there's things that might cause them to change much faster. A really simple example is like slash year UIDX launching. If either of these chains end up having a larger kind of valuation than the Cosmos Hub, it's not obvious that the Cosmos Hub would still be the center of technology or governance in, in, in the whole ecosystem. Um, but if the Cosmos Hub uh, was able to internalize uh, DeFi primitives uh, that are used throughout the space, then there's a compelling uh, non-social reason that they would continue to be the center of attention. So let's take, let's take LSTs as an example. Um, you know, Stride's ST tokens are uh, pretty used in DeFi all throughout Cosmos. And I think if we saw um, kind of a big kind of wave of more DeFi coming in, I think LSTs would be a core primitive there. Um, not just on Adam, but everyone else. Let's say Evnos DeFi really started taking off and its billions in TVL. A lot of that, I think, would be ST Evnos. And then the hub can capture from that. And so I think this gives a narrative for the Cosmos hub that it can be the center of this whole ecosystem. Um, of the DeFi ecosystem. And that in turn, I think, can help bring uh, people from outside of Cosmos in, gives them a, a kind of clearer shelling point. Um, and then the, the second thing that I think the hub gets is uh, this kind of core dev team. So obviously I'm biased, but I think the Stride, uh, Stride contributors so far have done a good job of like listening to feedback, becoming, uh, you know, uh, iterating on product, finding PMF, um, and also doing BD, not only within Cosmos, but outside of, uh, outside of Cosmos, so all of, you know, space uh, with protocols all throughout crypto. And I think it, it could be helpful for the hub to have uh, another top 10 t- uh, dev team. Got it. Okay. Yeah, cool. Thanks for that answer. Um, you kind of led into the last kind of part of my questions. You said tight integration. Um, you also mentioned internalizing DeFi primitives in the hub. Um, and I we've had a discussion on Twitter a couple of days ago, which was pretty fascinating. Um, I didn't get responded, responses on my last points, but I think you kind of led really well into those being revisited, which is, um, let me ask this in a quick yes or no question because I didn't hear the beginning. Is the proposal targeted to stri- for Stride to stay its own chain with just Adam being the token or is the proposal Stride being built inside on the hub? Yeah, uh, it's a great question, Val. So I would say it, it, it's, um, again, up to the community. The way I was imagining this is it remains a satellite chain. Okay, um, okay cool. And instead of being a journalist, uh, yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay, okay. So right. So if it became, remains a satellite chain, um, I'm 
my personal opinion is that the way the hub can be the center of Cosmos and also the center of DeFi and even crypto is if we have Cosmosm on the hub. Um, to that point, a couple of days ago, you mentioned that that would increase the underlying risk of the hub effectively by enabling smart contracts. Um, I would like to kind of understand, because I'm honestly a bit confused, why the stride chain would not be integrated in the hub and why the hub why why you would be opposed to Cosmosm on the hub, given that the entire reason for LSTs to exist is DeFi applications that are predominantly built on smart contracts across the entire ecosystem and have proven to, if done correctly, be a solid foundation for DeFi. Um, so why not integrate the stride chain into the hub and why oppose Cosmosm on the hub if that's kind of the primary reason that we even have LSTs? Um, yeah, great question. So uh, maybe let's start off. I don't think I was ever on the record as being against Cosmos in the hub. Uh, I, I would say I'm not really uh, as plugged in to Cosmos, and I'm definitely not as technically aware of the trade-offs there. Um, I, I, uh, and I would mostly defer to other people on whether or not Cosmos should be on the hub. Uh, apologies if I gave a different impression in, in the past. Um, I think my initial reaction was maybe uh, introduces some amount of complexity on the hub, and given that um, Neutron already has Cosmosm, that'd be my bias right now. But I would say I'm definitely not an expert and would really defer to uh, people like yourself or uh, other you know, validators or developers who have much more experience with Cosmosm. Um, but something I can speak on, though, is uh, Stride being a silo chain versus being internalized. So maybe just one point of clarification. Uh, Stride has no Cosmosm on its chain right now. Um, and so uh, it wouldn't really rely on Cosmosm being added in the hub to be internalized. But I think the benefits are it allows for some uh, some more separation between these two uh, these two layers. I think provides some like potentially meaningful security implication uh, security benefits to the hub. So a, a really simple example: we would obviously not want this to happen ever. But let's just say some critical vulnerability was found on a satellite chain, like let's say on Neutron or on Stride, um, that required the chain to halt. I think we'd be much better off if that satellite chain itself halted, so there's Stride or just Neutron, as opposed to halting the hub in general. I think that uh, the, the security guarantees the hub can provide can become a little bit more meaningful. Um, but then also, the way I was imagining governance might go in the future for these satellite chains is that it uh, is integrated into, but not entirely dependent on, the, uh, the hub governance. So there's just one one potential path to go down, not at all certain as how it has to go. But it might be that when you stake your atom, you get votes in the hub, then you can also pick a satellite chain they want to vote on. So you pick like Neutron or Stride or uh, you know whatever. Uh, say Noble becomes uh, an ICS chain. You pick Noble. You can just pick one of those chains and only vote on one of them. And then those chains can have their own governance processes that some subset of Adam can vote on. So it allows you to move a little bit faster and uh, do more feature development without affecting like the main um, uh, the the main security kind of on the Cosmos hub. Um, but I, I would think of this a bit more like an implementation detail, and I don't want to get too bogged down on this. But I'm not saying it's not important. You're totally right. It is 100% important on like how exactly we would uh, do this. But I think there's um, enough kind of uncertainty around the strategic future of the hub where that, I think that, that might be better to focus on. Um, yeah, to, to, to reiterate, the Cosmosm, I'd say I have no uh, no strong opinion. Like I'm, I'm, I would happy. Uh, I would mostly defer to people who know more about Cosmosm. Um, but then I think it might be a little bit better for hub for stride for main zone independent chain. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I still have um, you know doubts on that logic, but I'll I'll let it rest because I think this is already a pretty long space, and there's also speakers after me. So thanks for answering it. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, honestly, good luck on this because uh, I think this is an interesting precedent discussion for the entire cosmos, as is definitely kind of 
uh, different from duality, neutron being, you know, one unlife project and one life project, this being two that already are alive. So yeah, super curious. Thanks for that. Cheers. Yeah, I really appreciate Val. And uh, as always, I always really appreciate your feedback. And I think you're one of the people that uh, has the most interesting takes in all Cosmos and is so plugged in technically and also culturally. Um, so I always really appreciate your, uh, your, your thoughts here. Um, okay, I believe I have Shabu next and then Derek. And uh, I think we'll, we'll see how feed, feedback goes then. But I think we might want to start wrapping up then, depending on how people are. It will, it will take a poll after those two questions. People can either up thumb or down thumb. Uh, to say like if they want to keep going or if they want if they're feeling kind of tired and we can always continue this in the future day um that being said let's uh shabu do you want to take it away sure can you hear me Vishal? i can hear you great thanks so much perfect perfect okay um i guess you know one thing uh to acknowledge uh that uh you know in, in terms of the commentary that i've heard about the proposed deal you know which is certainly the way i feel which which um, is, you know, you guys are taking my stride tokens away from me and not giving me a choice. And, um, and that's actually a credit to the team for having created something that a lot of us feel is, um, you know, really a good, uh, a good token and, and a good, uh, uh, good enterprise. Um, I think that, you know, one, and, and, and on the other side of this is, you know, what we're getting is a token that in, in Adam, that, um, that many of us, you know, have, have grave doubts about what's going on there, which doesn't mean that we don't want it to succeed. We absolutely do want it to succeed. And, you know, we know that stride doesn't succeed without Adam, at least now. But um, I think that that is one crucial um, part of what many of us are having a lot of angst about. So, you know, one thing I, I was thinking we could consider is, you know, to instead of trying to set a price for where this might happen. And I think, you know, generally, many of us would agree that um, trying to, to become part uh, closer to the hub uh, is is probably a good idea, um, you know. Although I'm not sure all of us would agree then. I think that there's a you know a lot of debate about that. But you know, one thing I would suggest we could look at is looking at a market based uh, approach to this, where again we don't set a price, but we just have uh, if the hub wants to increase its exposure to Stride, they can buy more Stride in the market. And, um, you know, again, those who want to sell their stride can do that. Those who don't hold on to it. And it, it, it means that, that there's a different situation for the team, I think, because you still have a team that works for stride. But again, uh, presumably over time, the hub would be increasing its ownership over stride. And, um, you know, you would, you know, stride success would become the hub's success over time. But it would be much more sort of market-based than sort of a deal that we decide in one go. Yeah, uh, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I just want to start off, Shabby, by saying, really appreciate your feedback here. Um, and that, uh, I think this, this is a, a, a pretty val valid and I think honestly pretty interesting way that this could, this could occur. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, before I jump into it, I also want to say, uh, I, I really have appreciated your, your uh, kind of feedback both in Discord and Twitter in the past too. I think just every time I see it, I feel like I always expect something really high quality and uh, never fail to deliver on that. Um, so maybe just to start off, uh, I think you, the first thing you said was uh, the, the, the way that like, kind of you, you interpret this as well as a lot of others in the strategy community is that um, we're 
kind of taking people's stride tokens away and not giving them a choice. I just want to say this was 100% a mistake in our part, and I'm really sorry that we gave this impression. Um, but both to you and to the whole community. I, I don't, not just, all just by the way, Vishal, no, yeah. I, I, you didn't give that impression to me, but I think some, you know, and it, it's it's partly, you know, how we interpret your intent. And, you know, I've always been favorably impressed by and and believe, you know, you guys are really trying to do what's good for, you know, not only yourself, uh, but really for the community at large. And, um, you know, frankly, maybe even too much for the community at large sometimes. But but I think it is possible to take that the wrong way and say, you know, as we've seen some comments, you know, this is again, the cartel doing this, that, and the other thing and so on. But, but I, sorry, I just wanted to say that certainly it's not been my impression. Totally. And I, I totally understand that. And, and uh, I appreciate the kind of words, um, but, but I, I think it is uh, pretty unquestionable that we definitely uh, could have delivered this, I think in a more thoughtful way. And uh, I think we didn't really think through how uh, uh, how stride holders might feel about this. Uh, I, I think part of this is we honestly uh, underestimated just how much stride holders uh, feel excited and passionate about stride, independent about them. And uh, honestly, they've been a bit blown away by that. And, and to your point, it is really positive. Um, but uh, we definitely could have done a much better job signaling this, and so really do apologize. Maybe just to jump up and talk about that really briefly, and then I'll talk about the the, uh, the kind of kind of meat of your uh, of kind of the point you're making. But just um, uh, we, we de- definitely don't want to do anything that I think is against the interests of the community. And just to reiterate again, I'm sorry to sound like a broken record, but uh, this won't go through if the Stride community isn't really excited. The Stride Labs team absolutely won't vote their tokens. And um, talking to most of the seed investors, they won't vote either. Um, so I think this would be mostly determined by uh, true community votes. So people who were you know, involved in the Stride project from the early days, or, excuse me, or got interested more recently, but people who are not kind of insiders, those would be the ones who are voting. And so this would only really go forward if there was excitement around that community. And so our intention is definitely not to take stride away from anyone or do something that does not sit well with the community. Um, and so it, I just want to kind of help quell that, you know, this really is just a, an idea that we have for the strategic future of stride, but if it's not the, what aligns with everyone else, um, we, we won't pursue this. And us as a team will be no less enthusiastic about kind of shipping for, for stride. Um, so that, yeah, so I just want to make that clear. And then one really small thing on this kind of cartel notion, I think we, we also could have done a much better job um, you know, kind of putting this out in public. And, and again, I really take ownership over that. Like, really do apologize for kind of maybe any sort of confusion that could have come here. Um, but our, our thinking was in the past, these sort of big proposals have come a bit too um, insidery and a bit, a bit too polished by insiders. And it's kind of been kind of convincing the community after. And we thought we could maybe flip that on its head a little bit and make this a proposal that is kind of built by the community. And we have these discussions in public so people can collectively decide you know, what's the, the right path for, for the hub or for stride. Um, but I, I really do apologize for kind of the, the way we might have rolled this out and any sort of um, kind of things that we didn't make crystal clear or um, that kind of left people confused. So I really do apologize. And we're hoping to clear some of that. Um, in order to an- answer the direct question around, uh, you know, uh, Adam might not really directly align with Stride token holders' interests. Is there a way we could do this where people who are interested in Adam can, can do it, but not if you aren't forced to? And then, yeah, to, to your point, a really uh, w- w- one clear way this might happen is um, 
instead of trying to set a price to do all, the whole transaction at once, uh, Adam governance to say, hey, we actually do want to own 1% of Stride FDV or some percent of Stride, and we'll allocate some percentage of inflation to do a buy on osmosis to buy every single day. And uh, I think this is super possible as a direction. And uh, I, I really don't want to um, say any one way is better or worse than the other. I think this is also a totally reasonable way to both get value captured to the hub and uh, um, do this transaction in a way that's maybe not as... Uh, um, not, not as extreme and doesn't uh, rub people the wrong way. So if that's what you are excited about, we'd be uh, totally, you know, happy to help make that make that vision happen. Um, I think really the goal from our end is to kind of do a frame shift around what is possible and what the hub should be thinking about, um, and say, okay, people are like, okay, I think this vision is good. Like, I, I think it, it does make sense for the hub to internalize core primitives, but maybe this approach isn't the right approach. We got to do it gradually. That's why it makes sense, and we we'd be supportive of that too. Um, yeah, does, does that help answer the question? Give some thoughts. Yep, that's a, that's a, I think that that's a good response. I'll leave it to anyone else who, since I know you, you where we're getting to you towards the end of um, our time. Thanks, much, Abu. Uh, really Thanks. It. Um, all right, maybe let's take one more question from Derek because you've been on stage for a while, Derek. And then uh, let's I'll, I'll run a little poll. Uh, people can informally say if they want to keep going or not. Uh, Derek, let's take it away. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for. Uh for having me up. Um, I appreciate the call. I came in a little late. So again, my apologies if, uh, if you've already answered this question. I, I, I want to start out by just echoing a bit of what Shabu said. I, I think you guys are one of the best teams in the space, if not the best. Um, you guys have been delivering um, on schedule uh, for about the past year. And I also think that the Stride token is the best one within the space as well. Just economically, it's really easy to map out a potential return um, on the token. And I I think most tokens within crypto struggle with that ability to really forecast a a value long-term. So I was uh, a bit disappointed when um, I heard that there's a chance that the stride token might be uh, eviscerated. And uh, I I haven't been able to get some clarity on what the economics are for this acquisition. Because I think for Atom holders and for stride holders, that is the crux of the issue. It's obviously the hub would want to acquire stride if it was a dollar for the acquisition costs. And if stride holders would get $10 per token uh, for for this acquisition, then I would assume that they would for sure opt in for that. But obviously there's going to be a balance that has to be struck between that. And my concern is like, as this, um, as this kind of decision continues to be uncertain, it, it puts more negative pressure on the stride token than it does on the Atom side. So it's, it's not really in as much of the interest of Atom holders as it is for stride holders to, get some clarity and some expediency on like resolving this because as a holder, it's really hard to forecast where this token is going. And if it's just going to be acquired at at market rate, or if it's going to be acquired at a higher rate, it's just really hard to see it. It, Let's say this drags on for two months and stride token drops down to 10 cents. It seems like it's going to be a really hard proposition to the hub to have them buy out the token at say like 
a hundred million market cap. So, uh, so like it, it, this seems like a, a really cyclical thing that could work out um, in, in a negative way for stride token holders. So maybe you've already answered this whole question in the call at the outset, but I'd be really curious to get some clarity on the economics here because it, it doesn't, um, it's really hard to make any decision without knowing what, what the actual, uh, the, the value here is on the buyout. Totally. And so, yeah, that's a really great question, Derek. And I really do appreciate it as well as the context up front. Uh, maybe just start off. I, I uh, again, really do appreciate the, the kind of support that you, we've gotten both from you and a lot of people in the Stride community and how much they resonate with the message of Stride. And uh, honestly, I, I think it was a bit surprising for us. Like we didn't, really realize how much people really have resonate uh, with the mission of Stride, particularly outside of Adam. And so, um, yeah, the, just, just thanks for that. And then uh, I think your points around, yeah, the price absolutely is relevant and this totally does make sense. To be quite honest, I actually was a little bit surprised that this uh, potential for this happening was bearish on Stride price. And um, I don't know if we'll continue to see that, but uh, I think it was a little bit different than my previous um, kind of priors. Um, Maybe giving a bit more clarity on what this road might look like. So just to start off, uh, to make it really clear, like I, I can't decide the price and none of the stride core team or labs team or anything like that it's not like they're unilaterally deciding the price is going to be something that um, goes up for both on both the Cosmos Hub and Stride. So I'm just giving you my, my thoughts on it, but it's not uh, not declaring it has to be this way. Um, just you know, just more to make it really clear, it's not like it's not going to be decided by an insider. Um, I think such a deal, looking into traditional equities, if you look at like public stocks, um, they not all saying you know tokens are that similar to stocks, but just some idea of how we might be able to draw parallels. Um, I think it's very basically impossible for such a deal to happen close to or below trading price uh, because token holders won't really want to vote for that to happen. Um, whether or not it's rational or optimal, I don't think it's even that relevant. So socially, I think people are so against doing that. It's pretty unlikely such a deal would happen. And so I think in the past, like, again, it's pretty hard to draw parallels. I think one of the reasons it's exciting for us is so unprecedented crypto could kind of help get this interesting area of the hub. But one of the downsides is uh, there's kind of more uncharted water. But I think uh, looking at equities, it's pretty unlikely that these kind of deals happen at uh, less than a 15 or 20% premium to the price. Uh, it's kind of like a floor. Um, when you ever see this kind of proposed uh, publicly um, for like traditional equities, I think we see not that much interest from the um, target on, on uh, so that might give you some sense of like a floor. Again, it's just my personal opinion. It's not financial advice or saying what, what would happen. Um, and I think given that there could be really strong synergies between the hub and stride, uh, I would think we might see uh, premium above that. But to a lot of earlier speakers' points, if there is an interest uh, from the from the hubs end, I think it's uh, it's very possible that there's just no price at which this kind of makes sense up. Um, but the, the thing that I would kind of urge people to discuss is uh, how much value creation could there be for the Cosmos Hub if internalized in LST? And I think it, it's, like, I truly believe that it's possible we come back and we realize, oh, we actually internalize, you know, two to three X the current hub market cap from this because the new narrative is so much, uh, so, so unique in all of crypto and it gives this really interesting direction for the hub. And if that's the case and the hub can create billions of dollars of value from this, uh, you know, then the hub should be less picky on um, the premium that it gives to strike token holders um, because it can unlock so much more value and make itself the you know, center of kind of conversation and all, all of crypto. I'm not all asserting that this is what would definitely happen. 
this is just kind of one potential path that would kind of force up for things going in. Um, but I think it'd be in my mind, I think it, it might be helpful to focus on um, like for the hub, what this could do. Like, you know, uh, I think uh, Velvet Milkman had one potential framework here around looking around uh, revenue growth that this could drive for the hub. Um, and that's one approach. There's also an approach of thinking through like, how does this narrative change what the hub is? How can it draw interest from people all throughout crypto? Uh, how, you know, the hub is like, I think right now, like n- number 30 on largest tokens. Could this make it like number three or number five? You know, what could that look like? And I think when we see more of these kind of analyses, um, then we can start to back out, okay, how much of that value factor could it share with the stride token? Um, yeah. And I think part of our goal over this next week is to start putting out more frameworks, uh, kind of getting feedback from people in the community, but more frameworks around what this might look like uh, in terms of value captured to the hub and then what stride might get. And I think this might be the center. We're doing a, um, a fire stride tomorrow. We'll talk about this to the stride community around what they think could be a fair price um, that they might, they might be excited about and we can take it from there. So we would encourage you all to join that tomorrow. I think it's at noon Eastern, uh, but we'll also put notes on after and we'll do more Twitter spaces. So, um, so I totally agree on the question here, Derek. And so sorry, this kind of way to answer, but I'd say looking at traditional markets, I think a floor is something like 15, 20% premium. Otherwise, deals don't happen. But I think given it's crypto, it might be something that might look substantially different from that, uh, particularly given how much value capture it is to the hub. But um, if the hub community is not excited about it, it might just mean that deal doesn't go through it, which is also totally fine, totally reasonable. Uh, but I don't want anyone to think this is going to be, I mean, their tokens are going to get liquidated at a discount or be forced to convert because um, we're not going to vote. It'll be a community vote. And any sort of vote that go through, I think, would be at a healthy premium. Okay, awesome. Thank you for the answer. Yeah, I think it's just the the longer that the uncertainty like sits out there, that's my main concern. But yeah, it seems like there totally. is a plan, and I'm excited to chime in tomorrow, hopefully, and uh, and and talk some more. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I do really appreciate you you voicing that concern, and we'll, we'll do all we can to kind of help reduce that uncertainty kind of in the coming weeks. Um, yeah, uh, really do appreciate the feedback. And uh, I think, I think again, it's a point really well taken that we could have done a better job of kind of reducing some of this uncertainty at the get-go. And um, again, really do apologize for that. And, uh, we're, you know, this is a new kind of situation for us, and this kind of proposal is so novel. Um, we weren't sure the best way to do it, but we wanted to kind of put out there as um you know, get feedback as soon as possible. And then our goal now in the next few weeks is to reduce as much uncertainty and kind of guide the direction as best as possible. Yeah, no, it's super interesting and I'm excited to to see where it goes. Yeah, totally. And then not not to again be a broken record, but just one thing we want to emphasize this deal won't happen unless it's a win for stride token holders and Adam token holders. So no one has to worry about the tokens being stolen from them. You know, this will only happen if there was uh unit like pretty uh good consensus on stride holders outside of insiders and out in the community on this being going through. So no one should have to worry about something that is universally disliked uh, of, you know, passing. Okay, so I know we're coming up on a little bit over two hours now on this space. Just taking a quick poll on listeners, just up thumb or down thumb react if you want to keep going, uh, or if you think, oh, let's call it for today and let's recontinue this. We'll do more space. We'll do a big one on Tuesday and then more on the coming days. And we'll do a fire stride on the stride discord tomorrow. But quick up thumb, down thumb. People want to keep listening or would they rather call it for today? Up thumb means keep listening. Down thumb means call it for today. To be really clear, down thumb means no more discussion today. Okay. I'm seeing... Okay, I feel like I'm seeing actually universal up thumbs, although not... Okay, I see one down thumb. Let's see. Okay. Mostly up thumbs, a handful of down thumbs. How about we do this? Let's keep going until... 
uh, 4.30 Eastern. So that's going to be 25 minutes and call it there. I feel like two and a half hours is going to be a pretty healthy amount of time here. We can digest some more. And then uh, we'll do Fire Stride tomorrow on the Stride Discord. And then Twitter Spaces on Tuesday. And then we'll do more Twitter Spaces throughout the week as well. Um, and uh, that being said, anyone else who has any questions, please come on stage. Um, we'd love to uh, kind of, you know, uh, keep, keep this going uh, and help however we can. Um, that being said, Shroot, uh, I, I think you requested, I just added you a speaker, but I think Robo has his hand raised. So Robo, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first and then Shroot maybe right after. Sure, yeah, and not to, you know, not to beat a dead horse with this, but I, I can everyone hear me, first of all? Yeah, I can hear you great. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so it's, it, as I've kind of been, and, and first of all, just thank you, Vishal, for, for staying up here and for two hours and <laughs> taking questions mostly by yourself. Uh, definitely appreciate your attentiveness to this. Um, but uh, it, I've heard a couple other things on the space, um, you know, that's like really, really very Cosmos Hub focused. Um, you know, at a, a stride is like the Atom LST, and that's potentially one vision for this. Um, I just, I really do strongly feel that that Cosmos is more than Atom, that Stride is more than Atom, that you know, IBC is more than Atom, um, and just want to make sure that that collectively as a community we're focusing on you know not limiting ourselves to um just adam and and you know potentially like another thing that was mentioned was um enshrinement is inevitable um which may be the case but if that is the case then then i would imagine it would probably be inevitable not just for the cosmos hub but for other chains that that stride services um and you know, if, if Stride chooses to align itself with the Cosmos Hub fully, it it will sort of be out of alignment with those other chains. Um, and I noticed that we, you know, one of the really great things about this space is how many builders we have on the space. Um, we have Shane here, we have Jake here, uh, Val left, but I, I'm just generally curious to see if, if either of y'all are willing to come up and totally fine if not, but how you see, um, you know, ST stars or ST Juno in a, in a post merger world. Do you feel that that's going to be deprioritized? Um, you know, is, is, is there any kind of like concern, I guess, um, as, as one of strides, I, I guess you could say customers, clients. Um, I, I just think that's something really interesting that's worth talking about. Um, and totally fine if neither of you want to come up, but, um, I, I just want to make sure that we're focusing on these other chains that Stride's a service provider for, and that we're not alienating them in this decision. Yeah, the, the, that's a really great point, Robo. And yeah, definitely can't uh, uh, yeah, can't underemphasize that. It, it is really key. I think that Stride remains neutral and is able to uh, uh, help or make sure that other chains that want to onboard uh, do, do actually onboard. Um, Shane, I saw your request. I just added you. Jake, I saw you up thumb, then you down thumb. So I'm actually not sure if, if you want if you request, I can also add you to the stage too. But no pressure if you're away from Mike or something. Uh, Shane, if you want to take it away. Yeah, sure. I mean, so so I think there's um, I think people realize that stake tokens are going to become kind of the money, right, of these ecosystems, and uh, it's. It's not hard to imagine a world where like 100% of uh, the staking token is staked and then the staked asset kind of becomes 
becomes the money in DeFi, uh, becomes the money in like NFT marketplaces and stuff like that. Um, so like, you know, we're kind of, kind of positioning Stargaze to be um, kind of at a place where we use uh, some kind of LSD for minting and uh, for using in the marketplace. And, you know, I guess pretty much, pretty much anywhere where you can use the token, right? Um, I guess my question would be if a chain wants to launch their own own LST, right? How how would that kind of play a part here? Yeah, great question, Jane. And I really do appreciate the, uh, the, the uh, you coming up on stage. Just to make sure I understand the question, uh, would it be like, let's say, um, th- there's a new chain, uh, just uh, maybe, uh, like, let's just take, take as an example, like, Slashia launches and they want to make their own uh, LST. Is the question how would that look like in a world where Stride's a sovereign chain versus maybe a satellite chain of the hub? Uh, you, you might be muted chain, but maybe just uh, so, so, uh, sorry to make it more concrete. Is, is the question just like how would how would this affect uh, new new protocols that might want to onboard an LST? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, exactly. So, um, so like another chain, and uh, they have their own own LST, right? And they're part of. Um, I don't know, maybe they want to be an ICS chain or just a, just another chain in Cosmos. Um, you know, how, how would they prioritize maybe theirs over, over strides or strides over theirs, right? Like, you know, which one would be the, would be the preferred one? Or do they have, yeah. or does it have to be your, you know, be your preferred one? No, it's a great question. So maybe I can help share because we've talked to a lot of teams who either want to build their own LST or want to talk to us about what it looked like to have Stride build their own LST or maybe do some combination of the two. So I maybe give some empirical observations on those teams. And I can only speculate around how that might change in a world where Stride is a satellite chain of the hub. But maybe maybe you can also get some thoughts there or Rebel or anyone else. But my feedback from talking to other teams, I think, they see there being like pros and cons of having a stride LST. So maybe starting with the pros. I think the, the, the most clear one is uh, security and ease to launch safely. So strides have you know, a number of audits. Uh, I think we're at like eight now uh, on the stride code base. And every new token or LST that we launch shares the exact same tech stack as all the other LSTs. And so it makes it um, kind of windy, even if um, a chain is on board. Like let's say, there's a new chain, let's just take Celestia, we have STTia. Um, on day one, they get some lindiness from their LST, even though it's only been around for one day, because STAdmin has been around for so long, it's had so many audits, and it's the exact same code that uh, affects all those protocols. So I think that's by far the number one benefit that these, um, these chains see. And uh, similarly, they also see like ongoing maintenance. Um, so it's like, let's say there's an upgrade IBC version, or they want more features and governance. Um, these all get rolled out to each chain at the same time. So I think that, that's like a, a key benefit that new protocols get. Um, and then uh, maybe some other benefits, a little bit smaller, but uh, integrations with DeFi protocols in the space. So we've done a lot of work on exporting oracles or uh, doing like BD work or doing backend like 
uh, finishing the pipe, so to speak, to get Strides ST tokens integrated into kind of DeFi primitives everywhere, whether that's Osmosis or Kujira or um, Crescent or Umi, Mars, um, you know, Agoric, so many places. Um, and a new token that launches that has interest from these venues, um, the kind of backend plumbing is already there. So it's a little bit easier for them to add Strides ST tokens as opposed to kind of building their own. Um, and then maybe the, the last uh, benefit is it usually ends up being um, cheaper for these protocols to have a Stride ST token than building one in-house. Because building one in-house means you don't have to get a whole dev team to do both the building work, maintenance work, um, and then also do the uh, BD work in order to create all these protocols. So it ends up usually being kind of uh, good, good for the chain in those senses. Um, the downsides that we've seen people talk about are one, um, potentially a narrative of, hey, I have a, a protocol inside my own chain that's doing LSPs. And I think um, talking with teams, it tends not to be a security concern or uh, kind of a technical concern, but really more of like a narrative. Like people might perceive this as being, um, you know, like it may be bad that another chain is controlling the, the, the allegations. And there are things, lots of technical stuff we've done to mitigate this. Uh, but I think the narrative is still, um, you know, probably a big reason chains are hesitant. Um, as well as maybe value capture, like chains might be like, uh, might, might think even though it's cheaper in the short term to use Stride to, uh, as an LST, maybe long term, if I have hundreds of billions of dollars or tens of billions or even billions of DeFi on my chain, I might want to internalize that value capture uh, as opposed to uh, kind of giving it to this external party. Um, and so I, I think those are mostly the two, the two big cons that we've seen. Um, we haven't seen too many outside of that. And then to, to you, your point and Robo's point, um, I think it's very possible that having Stride be a little bit less neutral and being more on the Cosmos hub might actually make it so the narrative is uh, even worse for these new chains. And if, if so, I think that would be a really big um, uh, downside to the Stride community doing this and should make the community either more hesitant or demand a larger premium. I'm not 100% sure yet if that, if that is the case. If like Celestia, let's say, or some new protocol that's launching in Cosmos, like maybe Maker, let's just say Maker is launching in Cosmos, if they would be more or less likely to use uh, Stride, if Stride was internal or not. Um, but I think the, those pros and cons now tend to be the ones that we hear from people. Um, yeah, does, does that make sense? Yeah, that kind of brings me to mind. Um, I hold way more Stride than I do Atom. So, and I just mostly because I feel like Stride has a, the ability to do, uh, you know, a 20 X before Adam does, obviously, you know, you'd have to take into account what Stride would bring to Adam, but looking at it from the Adam side, what's to stop the Cosmos hub. I mean, there's nothing necessarily proprietary about LSD, right? So what's from stopping the hub rather than spending a hundred million, just take 10 million and hire like, you know, five devs to just build it internally like what's the what's the argument like devil's advocate like what's stopping the hub from instead of paying 10x let's just pay 10 million and do it all internally gravity decks <laughs> sorry i had to jump in there <laughs> oh, that's a good point, Robo. Um, yeah, great question, Trude, and, and really appreciate you, you hopping in there with that. Uh, maybe really quick before I jump into that, um, just want to say, uh, t t totally agree. I think that um, it's not obvious, like, um, but like that striking a plant on the potential upside is, you know, worth it for Stride. I, I think the one thing that is clear to me, though, that I really would urge people to think about, and we'll discuss this much more at the Fire Strike tomorrow, too, but it's just, uh, um, how, how, like, how aligned is Stride with Adam right now? Like, how dependent is Stride on Adam's success right now? 
And then if that number is really high, like if we, as a community, think stride success is actually really tied to Adam's success, um, are we comfortable with that right now? Or do you want to maybe dis- uh, disentangle this a little more? Like, are there ways that the stride community should diversify um, its its future away from Adam? And I don't mean to start one way or another, and we'll talk about it more over the week, but I think that, that's a really important and guiding question. Um, okay, then to, to answer the literal question around, why is the hub just like fork stride, you know, hire some dabs and do it? Um, yeah, to Robo's point, I think a big part of this is the team. And uh, in some sense, I, I think some of this work is maybe like hidden. Um, because, you know, the community, I think, sees like the code and the end products. But there's a lot of work besides just the code that goes into building high quality products. And I think that that's something that ends up being pretty hard to fork. Um, a really obvious example, I think, is the community. You know, forking code does not fork the community. And I think one thing that's been really obvious over the last uh, week is that uh, the Stripe community is bonkers about Stripe. You know, like everyone is really bought into this vision about LSTs in the future. And that's something that is really special. And you can't just fork that kind of attention away. Um, but it, you also can't fork um, like being in touch with the product in the community and building features that matter and kind of uh, shaping the future of that protocol as well as kind of the BD work. And to Robo's point, I think we saw a good example of this with Gravity Dex, where Dex is in some sense, you know, the code is not... Um, not, 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 not to diminish the, the work, I know it's really hard, but then there's lots of examples of DEXs and it's not terribly hard for someone to like go in and fork uh, a, a DEX contract and make a competitor. But we, we've seen this doesn't really work out unless you have a team that's really responsive to their users, a team that really understands what features to prioritize, what to copy, what not to copy, how the front end UX should look. And these things ultimately do drive a lot of adoption. Um, one really obvious example of this, and we've seen is like sushi swap, which is just a fork of uni, got a lot of attention early on, but they haven't had nearly as much uh, ability to ship as Uniswap team, who's had their heads in the space from like day one. Um, and as a result, we've seen way more, do- uh, you know, seen Uniswap kind of dominate and sushi swap kind of become uh, a little bit less relevant day, day by day. And I think we're going to see something similar here. Um, the, the last thing that I think would be really relevant for the hub, I think this would be. Uh, on the stride team, we call this a foot gun. Um, maybe just to, to explain that. A foot gun is just like holding a gun, just like shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, I think this would be a huge foot gun for the stride, to, or for, for a huge foot gun for Adam if they just fork stride, probably logic feeding LSD. One, because I don't think it would work. Uh, yeah, the team and the community is such a big part of it that I don't think this would be a compelling product for, for the hub. But then more importantly, the precedent sets for AEZ chains or ICS chains is so awful. Like, okay, come become an ICS chain. If it seems interesting, we're just going to fork you. Like, why would anyone ever be an ICS chain from that point forward, you know? It's, uh, it, it seems really bad. And it shows the hub is actively disaligned from, or misaligned from its, uh, from, from its uh, core chains. So I, I, I think, like, if this happened, I, I have a hard time seeing the future for the hub that is at all viable because no one's going to want to partner with the hub anymore. It's like, it's Ethereum just sort of forking Uniswap and built into the protocol. You know, it's, it'd be kind of a crazy direction. Um, sure, and, and I don't sure. think it worked yeah, because and, the team. And, yeah. yeah, and just to be clear, like, I, trust me, if, if you're going to give me $10 a stride token, I'll happily take it. But just looking at it from sure. the Adam side, like, if they're sitting on the other side of the table, they want it for as cheap as possible, right? Or, or, or you know, some sort of, you know, maybe not, you know, a 10x multiple, maybe they want it at like a 2x multiple. And so like, your value proposition is all those things that you just kind of talked about, like the team and, you know, all the BD work you've done and all the integrations. And so I think Adam really has to figure out what it will end the stride holders have to figure out what, what is that worth, right? Do if, cause if you're going to pay me, you know, what's what I think strides going to be worth in two years, like, fuck yeah, I'll take the money today 
versus two years from now, right? But but Adam is going to yep. you know want to try and well it, it, in the business mind they should want to put the squeeze on and get it for you know as cheap as possible, right? So I was just kind of curious and yeah, thanks. No, no, that, that, that makes total sense. The, the one place that I push back a little bit, I think it totally makes sense to me that that people like Adam might want to put the squeeze on and get the best price. But I, I really would urge, I think, Adam holders to be a bit more, um, think a bit more about the future beyond just the literal price they get here. I think this could really be like an incredibly unique opportunity in crypto uh, future where you see a really clear... Uh, a really unique first of its kind type of uh, transaction occur. And the Cosmos Hub could be at the forefront of that and could internalize, I don't mean to exaggerate, but I really, again, personal belief, not financial advice, but I think this could be like, unlock billions of values, billions of dollars in value for the Hub. If it becomes this narrative, the Hub is uh, like a super unique notion of a token that both has its own governance token, but also can internalize core primitives, can encourage really great builders to build in that space. Like I see no reason why the Hub can't be, you know, a top three token. And uh, like the hub, in my mind, should really push for what it needs to do to do that instead of fighting over like kind of nickel and diming, you know, like a few million dollars here and there. When we're talking about crypto market cap, which is like, in the, you know, could be in the trillions. Um, I, I, I think the hub, I, I urge them to think a bit more broadly and not just on the literal value of this transaction, but more just what future does this actually bring in? How much, how much value could that future hold? And then if, if there is a lot of belief in a lot of value, there's lots of ways we can structure the deal in such a way where, you know, it aligns with that vision or the team only gets paid if that vision's hit. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'll stop there. I, th- I think we have time for one more question. If anyone, uh, anyone has any. Uh, yes, uh, Soy Two Studios on the the um, the space, but he can't come up. He forwarded me a couple questions. If that's all right, absolutely. Soy, uh, you're always welcome on stage. But yeah, if your mic's not working or anything, uh, definitely just free of shoot him over. Uh, Robo, you want you want to you want to uh, say some more questions? Yeah. So uh, the first question is: If we assume that everyone decided today that this would be a good idea, um, what would the timeline for implementation be? Uh, I, you know. Uh, realistically yeah yeah it, it's a great question so i think that it, it, um there's a little bit it depends on what exactly the implementation we want to go forward with is but i think it'd be overall fairly straightforward like on a tech side we talked this through i think it would take us call it one week to be really sure the tech is ready on both the hub and stride end. maybe another few weeks to get it really audited because it's so critical um and then we roll it out one thing that really helps is stride is already an ics chain so there's actually no further working to be done on Stride being secured by the hub. And all the work is just how can we tra- uh, change the tokens one to the other um, and in a way that might not incur taxes. Uh, one way that we've noodled on is on the soft drop around Stride, all the Stride token gets replaced with Adam. And the soft drop around Adam, um, it funds the, there's like what's called an IBC escrow account. It funds that escrow account with all the records Adam. That's just one approach. And then um, the dev tokens, you know, and so while well, converting, there's also a new vesting schedule. Um, so I think it would only take, uh, I, I would have said a week, but I'm just, I'm really bad. I feel like devs are always too aggressive on their timeline. So let's just expand that from a week to a month. Uh, but technically I think it would only take roughly a month. Um, but most of that time would be like in audits. So Great. Thank you. And then he, he just had one more question. Um, have you talked with Blockworks about their proposed LST burn? Um, and could this be something that the hub should pray, pay a premium for? Um, that's a great question. I have not talked to Blockworks about their LST burn, although I will definitely take a look at it right after this and, and hopefully talk about it in the future space. 
uh, but just ha- haven't haven't seen much about it yet. So, sorry about that. And since I just got brought up, I, I last thing before you go is uh, obviously with Adam tokenomics changing. Do you think it would make sense to kind of see what those proposals potentially entail before we would move forward with something like this? Because it could really affect, you know, I guess everything. <laughs> you know, depending on what they decide, right? I don't know if you guys are privy to what those conversations have been already, and so maybe it's irrelevant, but. Uh, we kind of really don't know the direction of what the Adam tokenomics are going to do. Right, right. Well, at least me as just like, you know, Joe Blow over here. So, yeah, totally. So I'm somewhat privy, but not super privy to this. Uh, so very, um, uh, you know, love, love to hear more from people who are more, more involved in tokenomics. But I think part of what we were hoping to do here is um, maybe expand the potential reach of what the tokenomics changes could be. So people are working on tokenomics. I've seen a lot of really great work from like David from Evercap for like Bendy and Adam Sawyer, a lot of people had really great ideas. Um, and want to maybe see if there's a scope for those ideas to either incorporate this type of future or for people to talk about, hey, do we even want Adam tokenomics to do really grand things like this? Or do we want to limit the tokenomics discussions to be something um, a bit more uh, a bit more gradual? And so it definitely does interact and it could interact in uh, a meaningful way, but our, our thought was better to have these discussions early and to kind of decide in this future, and then uh, the tokenomics proposals can take that into account. Ultimately, I think this is just it's a hard problem because decentralized governance is just challenging, and uh, no switch one to choose is like any perfect in all fronts. But uh, I, I think in, in my mind, it makes more sense to talk about these things uh, early, and then before anything is kind of set in stone with the uh, tokenomics changes. Um, cool. I think maybe let's wrap this one up. I know it's been a pretty long space. I really appreciate everyone's attendance and attention. And also really, really want to thank everyone who had such thoughtful questions about here on the forum and on Twitter. I think it's been truly quite amazing to hear from all of you. Um, I want to emphasize two things before we, before we hop off. One, uh, this is absolutely not a finalized idea. And just want to really make it clear that this would only go forward if, um, both the Stride and the Adam communities are really excited about this. And I know I've already said this so many times, so apologies for sounding like a broken record, but so only go forward if uh, the Stride community outside, like Stride Labs never votes their tokens, and uh, most of the uh, seed investors don't either. Uh, almost all of them, I believe. And so this should really only go forward if the Stride community, like the, the like all of you, the, the token holders, the retail uh, Stride community, is excited about this and wants to move forward. And so it only happen if there was a price or a deal structure that really made sense to that community. And the Adam side, it obviously won't go through unless Adam is really excited about this. If it, they really think this is helping lock billions of dollars of value for them. And it's totally viable that we don't get to a place that where both communities feel like they're winning on this, on this deal, in which case it won't happen. And even in that world, just want to really emphasize um, the Stride team would always keep building on Stride. We're super bought in. Like, I, I hope this doesn't need much convincing, but you know, I live and breathe Stride. Like, I work on Stride basically anytime I'm awake, I'm thinking about Stride. Uh, I wouldn't change after this. You know, I really bought into the vision and what we can accomplish here. I and mean, we have something really beautiful um, in the cosmos. And I want to take, do whatever my part is to help the cosmos blossom. Um, and yeah, you know, it, uh, if, if the community thinks that's working on stride as a product and really that resonates with them, that's exactly how, how it's going to go. So it's going to get crystal clear. And then the second thing I want to make really clear is 
This is just the start of the discussion. We're going to have a lot more spaces. Tuesday, we're going to schedule one for Tuesday. It'll hopefully be, again, a really long space. We can talk about all these details, as well as we'll have more discussion on the forum, more discussion on Twitter spaces throughout the week. Um, and, you know, we'll, I don't want anyone to come away from this thinking that they are either not being heard or the interests aren't being represented. We really want to get as much feedback as possible and consolidate this and make this uh, a truly community-led proposal and not something that was kind of developed by the insiders. Um, so, anyways, I... I'll stop there. Really do appreciate everyone kind of hopping in here and getting all your thoughts. Um, please join our future career space if you guys have questions. Feel free to DM me personally. Uh, I'm at Shelvish, Vishal. Um, if you have any questions, happy to chat there. Uh, otherwise, let's take it from here. Thanks everyone who uh, hopped on stage and uh, yeah, had some really great questions. Cheers, everyone. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo the world is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max Amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high Stage. Like the shit is played for keeps clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle. Beats tearing apart your community. All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.